following is another KXPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-City Sports presents High School Football. Back to pass, Wiseman, third down, swing pass, pick six. I mean, it's right into the hands of Gage Freeze and an easy 54-yard interception return for a touchdown. Tonight, the Carney Catholic Stars head south to battle the Men and Whippets. High School Football on KXPN is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Fake the jet sweep, Robleski throw back against the grain here to Dugan. Dugan's got one block. We got a penalty flag, 40. Stiff arm, 35. He's still on his feet. He lost the football, and Carney Catholic has covered it. Dugan lost the football just at the very, very end, and the Stars are going to pounce on it here, O'Brien. Both teams have missed a game this season because of COVID-19, with Carney Catholic trying to bounce back from their first loss at St. Paul. Minden picked up their first win in convincing fashion last week against Hershey. But first is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter from Cooperfield and Minden. Right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Cooper Field as Carney Catholic. After a week off because of COVID, they canceled the game against Ogallala a week ago. Carney Catholic hits the field against a team that really has uh, has has given them some fits over the last few years, and that's the Minden Whippets. And we're glad to be back on the air here on KXPN Radio. I'm Randy Bushcutter, and well, we got the band back together because yeah. <laughs> uh, joining me tonight for the first time all season is uh, is Don Lease and. And Don, uh, you guys are late arriving here because there was a little bit of a COVID scare. This is kind of some breaking news for Carney Catholic because they um, had a couple of players who have a sibling that uh, uh, has tested positive for COVID. And so they've isolated those two young men away from the rest of the football team. The family did a pretty good job of isolating the players away from the sibling that that had the COVID, who's not a Carney Catholic student, by the way. Um, and as a result of that, those two young men won't be playing tonight, but the rest of those young men over there will. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> quite the ordeal at first. We didn't know what was going to go on and stuff, but uh, finally they got everything kind of sits, you know, set out, and uh, everybody got to come, and except for the uh, two boys, but uh, you know. It, it, the, the players were really relieved. The coaches were relieved because uh, at one time they were just going, man, you know, this would be two weeks in a row then. You know, we didn't get to play some football. But, uh, you know, that's what I told them when they got on the bus. Can count your blessings because every time you step on that field, it's a blessing to get out here. Yeah, yeah, you never know how many of these you're going to have. And Carney Catholic does want to get back on the field for several reasons. You only get to play so many games, A. But, B, last time they played, only loss of the season against a really good football team in St. Paul. Kind of left a bad taste in their mouth. And I think they want to try to try to cleanse the palate a little bit tonight against a, a team that has played them very tough. Yeah, and, and, you know, when they played St. Paul, they did some really good things. Just some breaks didn't quite go their way and stuff. It was a good football game. It's not, not indicative of what the score was at, but it was a, really a good football game. But like you said, Randy, they want to get this one, you know, get into playing this. Uh, they want to get that taste of that, you know, St. Paul game out of their mouth. And uh, Minden, Minden plays these guys tough. 
You know, they like to come downhill at them, and then they'll fake that downhill, and they'll try to hit a bomb or so on them. But they've played them tough over the past years. Yeah, in fact, uh, a couple years ago, they, they pulled off a, a pretty big upset. And, you know, Kearney Catholic would lose in the game against Ogallala. That means that they don't get those wild card points from that game right. against a team that was undefeated. I don't say you're hitting a panic button here just yet, but you better take care of business right. because you stub your toe against one of the other big dogs coming up here in a little bit or stub your toe twice against them. You might be a pretty good football team and not make the playoffs. Exactly right. That's what they were talking about the other day, too, you know, with this situation at hand that, that they have right now. You know, coming up here, you know, we got you know some games left, but, uh, you know, you got uh, some pretty good teams on that, on that schedule for Kearney Catholic. Like you said, if you stub your toe a couple of times, all of a sudden, you're going to have to sit there, and hopefully the math works out that you can get into the get into the playoffs. Yeah, and a few years ago, it didn't work out yeah, for him, so you certainly don't want that to happen. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Coming up, we'll have our two coaches' interviews. Coach Harvey's going to talk a little bit about what we just discussed in terms of uh, that playoff thing, and also wanting to kind of rake the ship a little bit. Receivers kind of want to catch the football a little right. bit more, and uh, the, the, the line kind of wants to make sure that they don't get worn down, and they want to establish something here tonight. And for Minden, uh, again, they're going to talk about the fact that this this program really has kind of been growing and building and what they're going to try to do. We'll talk with the two head coaches. We'll start with Carney Catholic's Rashawn Harvey right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need Redline High Speed Internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company. Carney Catholic coach Rashad Harvey with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. After a week off, they get ready to take on Minden. And, of course, we got a chance to chat with him last week on the Doug and Daddy show about not getting to play Ogallala. Uh, coach, uh, how did you guys utilize the extra time? I know you said you were just going to take the day off and, and not get too uh, intense with what the boys were going to do over the weekend. Uh, what did you guys end up doing? You know, we decided to give them a little mental and physical time off. Um, haven't had much time off. You know, once you start in August, you don't get too much. Uh, so Friday, uh, gave them that off. Still had a uh, kind of a team meal together. Um, and then Friday, um, Thursday team meal. Then Friday, uh, we watched film. We watched some mending film. We spent about an hour watching film. And um, that was it. Didn't go outside. Didn't do anything. So we gave them, again, that mental and physical time off. Then we got back at it on Monday. I know coaches don't like talking about this, but let me throw you kind of one of those media fan questions here. How much in a game that let's assume you would have won uh, on, on paper, you would have been favored in this football game and people look at the postseason and, and the wild card points and all that. And you still have Adam central and Kozad on your schedule. What, what are the negatives to not getting to play last week from that standpoint? 
Uh, just just staying in a routine of getting reps and the, the same practice routine, the same game routine. I think that was probably be the, the the biggest negative for us, and just an opportunity to see our kids in action against um, a different style of offense that would be similar uh, to us, a different style of defense, also, and just evaluate your kids, get more on film, and um, see how kids are developing. So, we think that would have been the most most you know negative aspect of it. Coming off the loss to St. Paul, uh, what did what did you see? You know, we still were excited about uh, you know how our defense played again. If 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 people weren't at the game, you just saw the score. You think it was a blowout, thirty three to seven. That wasn't the case. You know, it was fourteen uh, seven with two minutes left in the third quarter. I think even entering the fourth quarter, fourteen to seven. So we're 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 excited about how we played defensively against a physical football team. We knew that they were going to get yards. You know, having Eli Larson and outsized up front. You know, when I mean, you got 300, 285, 275, and we don't have all that. Uh, we knew we would give up some some yards, but uh, the, the the part we got to get fixed is that fourth quarter big chunk play that that we gave up, uh, which you know extended that score. And offensively, we got to be able to run the football, no matter how big people are. We got to be creative and find ways to to get the football uh, moving on the ground. Also, Carney Catholic football coach Rashawn Harvey joining us as they get ready to take on Minden. Coach, we talked about it in the post game. Uh, one of those things that I don't know how you exactly practice this. Obviously, you've had some problems uh, with the receivers and running backs dropping the football here. People are going to put some pressure on Heinrich when they look at his stat line. Now, what what have you done uh, the last two weeks to try to get some confidence back in these guys? Yeah, we let them know that. Look, it's, it's going to happen. You got to, you know, great thing for us. Most of our receivers play cornerback. We said you got to have that cornerback mentality in a sense. You know, you, as a cornerback, you're going to get beat every now and then, but mentally, you got to let it go and you got to get ready for the next play. So, same thing offensively. You know, it happened. You know, you're disappointed in it. We're disappointed in it, but we got to let it go. We got to move on to the next play and uh, have that mental toughness there. And then physically, when we just ask our young men, you got to catch more balls. It, it just won't happen. It's not osmosis, man. You're not going to walk in and the ball just sucks to your hand <laughs> and stick them as illegal. So we can't use that. <laughs> so, you know, we just had to get more reps at catching the ball, you know, and that's, that's it. I mean, there's no magic formula to it. You just got to catch, get more reps and train your hands, train your body. It wouldn't matter if you're a guy that's going to sign to go play Division One football if you're a sophomore that is just uh, filling in that quarterback spot. How's Heinrich handling this uh, from a quarterback standpoint? Because it doesn't matter. you got to be frustrated when that's happening. You know, as a, as a high schooler, you know, I, I, you, know, I, you know, obviously he was um, disappointed in that St. Paul game and, you know, the game before because, you know, he put some good balls there and um, had drops, and he should be disappointed. But – as a quarterback and as a leader on the team, he's got to be the primary guy, you know, uplifting his, his teammates, uplifting receivers and let them know that, hey, I still believe in you. I got confidence in you. So he showed that uh, these past two weeks. And um, honestly, one day, uh, last Friday, uh, after we had our just film session on uh, Minden, you know, we thought all the kids had left the school and I go in the locker room, back doors open. And I'm like, what is going on? I look out the back door, the kids are on the on the game field, you know, playing seven on seven, working on catching the ball. So that was exciting to see that that was organized and those guys know that they need to work on that and then they put in the work to get better. Cardi Catholic football coach Rashawn Harvey with us here on the Hogemeyer pregame show. Minden in a little different situation. They missed the first game of the season and now they're trying to get things going and they've played some good football teams, gotten the win column yesterday. Uh, obviously the last trip down to Minden, you guys want to uh, – return the favor a little bit here. What do you see from the Whippets? 
you know, they're a team that we believe they're going to come out and try to run power football against us. They'll give you multiple sets. Um, they'll go three by one. They'll go two by two. But they really want to get in, in power sets to run the football. I think that's their strength. Uh, they'll go their unbalanced line, which is tough to stop. You know, their last game against Hershey, I think they were 100% on third down because they go unbal- un- unbalanced, uh, un- you know, and just run what we call a scrum and just, just make a, a wall and cave everybody down. Um, defensively, they fly around. Uh, they've got a linebacker that we got to keep our eyes on. Uh, you know, he's only five foot three, five foot four, but man, he plays big, uh, number twenty there. So uh, we got to know that. We got to find number eleven. Uh, he's a threat for him offensively uh, on the deep ball and defensively, he plays well at the corner position. Uh, but their team, they're going to want to play keep away from us. No doubt about it. That's what uh, Minden has always uh, tried to do up front. Uh, we've talked about the line a little bit, Rashad. I'm a little curious. Uh, about getting the running game going here for you guys. Is this one of those ball games where maybe that's going to be the key? Yeah, we believe so because, you know, I think they're going to load the box and at times and say, hey, can you beat us with the pass? Can you catch the ball? Because they're going to look at what we put on film so far. And so we got to be able to run the football. And um, our linemen know it. So we'll get in some different sets uh, tonight and, and um, hopefully get us an advantage. And we just got to come off and push. And, and we're not going to see um, a line like that for the rest of the season unless we get in the playoffs. Uh, but we're not going to see that size that they had, you know, uh, you know, a, a D-tackle at 300 pounds, the other guy at 275. You know, we're not going to see much of that. Um, you know, St. Paul's just a different beast, so men, they won't be that big. So uh, we, we think we'll be able to move these guys tonight and uh, get a ground game established. And finally, Coach, I know you guys hate talking about this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Since you had the off week, what did you think about what you saw from the Adam Central Cozad game? I think it was a good competitive football game. Obviously, Adam Central got out front. Uh, then Cozad uh, made some adjustments and um, – you know, got back in the game and made it close. You know, you got two teams that were, you know, well coached, you know, physical, uh, and they're both going to be tough to stop whenever we get to those those guys. And uh, but it was a great competitive game between those two teams. All right, coach, uh, we will let you go and uh, wish you the best of luck tonight. As always, appreciate it, Rashawn. All right, thank you for covering our stars. That is Carney Catholic football coach Rashawn Harvey here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and we'll come back and uh, catch up with Jeb Hatch, the head coach at Minden, right after this on ESPN. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308 234 35 Liskey, Liskey and Ends Law Firm in Minden wish all the area athletes good luck. Feel better about your case with a skilled attorney on your side. With over 50 years of combined legal experience, our attorneys offer solid legal representation. They can represent you in many areas, estate planning, criminal, personal injury, family and business law, and civil litigation. With our firm, you are assured of receiving the personalized attention you need. Contact Liskey, Liskey and Ends in Minden at 308-832-20. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio. The Minden Whippets hosting Kearney Catholic tonight. Coach Jeb Hatch with us to discuss a little bit about his team and, and tonight's contest. And Coach, appreciate the time. And uh, I guess let's just start with what everybody probably knows around Whippet football. You guys missed week one, had to start a little bit late because of COVID. 
Uh, I had one of the volleyball teams at Grand Island Northwest, saw them a couple times this week. They said, you know, we started two weeks late and we're still just trying to get into our mojo. And it looked like maybe that happened this week. Are you feeling the same thing that you feel you're a week behind, but it's still coming? Or how do you assess the whole situation? Um, yeah, I think that's a little bit behind us now. Definitely our first game, you could tell um, the way we played the first half in our first game, we were definitely uh, behind the eight ball there. Um, you know, and when you, you know, you're kind of getting into the, the swing of things there in preseason camp, and then you got to shut it down for 14 days. Um, and then right when you come back, you got to play a game, you know, four days with four more days of practice. It, that makes it extremely tough. You're, because you're not picking up where you left off. And so I feel like that first game we were, we, we were, you know, struggling to catch up and then a little bit that second game. But at this point in the season, after three of them under your belt, I think you, you probably better be ready to go at that point or, or you're going to be behind all year. So I feel like they, they bounced back after that first week, week and a half. And so I feel like we're, we're where we should be right now. What were you trying to do during those 14 days? Uh, I've talked to a variety of coaches that they always bring up the Zoom and individual workouts. What specifically were you doing with your guys? Our kids were actually allowed to go, go to school, and so we we were still around them. We had to spread them out in the auditorium after school, and we could still do film work with them, uh, doing huddle and, and board work. And so we would meet several times a week after school and still, you know, go through what we could, like I said, on the board and, and in film, and then just kind of give them workouts, which most of them are, are in a weights class anyway. So that was kind of the workout we were doing. And then um, they had to go do some, some cardio stuff on their own once we were finished with that. So, yeah, it's kind of a different different situation. I know, uh, you know, when Carney High went into quarantine, they got a hold of me and asked what I did, which <laughs> we were in a different situation than they are. And, and so, yeah, it's definitely when you get quarantined, you start making phone calls and seeing what everybody else has done because it's just such a new situation for everybody. Jim Hatch, head football coach Minden with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Speaking of weights, I chuckle a little bit about what uh, you talked about in the preseason. A lot of kids coming back, but you're just not that big. You want to use your speed and what uh, Minden has been able to uh, use here in other sports the last couple of years. How do you overcome not being the biggest guys on the front uh, on the offensive and defensive lines? You know, we've been that way the last couple of years. So our kids are a little bit used to that. We've got a couple of our, our linemen this year that started the last two years, and they're, they're two of our smaller ones. So they're a little bit used to it. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just kind of what we preach to them all the time um, as far as size-wise. you got to really use your technique. You're probably going to be quicker than most of the guys you go against, and so technique is going to be huge using your feet. And, you know, that does change your, your offense a little bit, the way we go about the – about the ball game and so like you said it's, it's nice that that this is not the first year we've had to deal with that it's been the last couple so so they're they're used to it quarterback Braden Bates has been back there for you just talk about what you've seen from him especially since Gage has come in as the running back you don't have that one go-to guy like you have had the last couple of years yeah we feel like um you know the last few years with Eddie um you know he was he was going to get the ball you know 30 plus times a game and and this year, you know, obviously you don't have that. Like you said, Gage has got a little more just straight-ahead speed than what Eddie did, but he's not quite as, as quick, so that changes things. Um, but we've been able to spread the ball around a little bit more this year with some of the receivers we have with, you know, Ryan Johnson and Hunter Heath and Dylan Yonda and Carter Harson that's split some time at quarterback and then receiver. And so we've got several guys um, that we feel like we can we can throw the ball to and, and spread it around a little bit more than what we have in the past as well. 
Jeb Hatch, head football coach at Minden, took care of Hershey last week. Uh, when you come off Adams Central, uh, that's just one of those programs, number one in the state. Sometimes you get a little beat up. What was so good about the way you guys played last week? Yeah, I was I was kind of wondering how they were going to bounce back after the Adams Central thing. And, you know, I was, I was pretty pleased with how they did that. Um, came out right away and, and scored and then, um, you know, just kind of, kind of snowballed on Hershey from there but um you know we were we were executing offensively defensively kind of did exactly what we talked about all week it's nice when uh when that happens and again we were able to kind of spread the ball around and 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 work on some things that uh, that we hadn't necessarily been able to do that week before Carney Catholic, uh, a lot of people, I'm sure they're in Whippetville, just remember that you had one of your bigger wins a couple of years ago, and then uh, you've you've seemed to have a little something, I guess. Maybe there's just a matchup there that uh, you guys like. What do you see in this Carney Catholic team tonight? Um, you know, offensively, they're always dangerous. They do so so much on offense with a lot of different formations and, you know, using the short screen, and if you bring guys up, then they'll, they'll try to hit you deep, and and Heinrich standing back there, you know, does a great job reading reading what uh, you're you're doing on defense, and so they're always, like I said, dangerous on on defense, and so just trying to trying to prevent the the big one making them snap the ball over and over and over again, and trying to drive on you. Um, and then defensively, um, you know, they they run well with the skill kids they have, and at linebacker and the walkaway ends they have, and so that's something you know that you always got to be concerned about. Um, but uh, they are just, you know, real athletic across the board. There's not a, a gaping hole that you really see anywhere with, with them on defense. And, Jeb, uh, for the folks that don't know, this has been a week for everybody, it seems like, that we've been talking to. Either they had ACT testing earlier this week or it's parent-teacher conference week, meaning you just haven't had the kids fully in school. I, I know that kind of compares some coaches say like homecoming week. Get it over with because I'm trying to concentrate here on the game. Uh, does that do anything different uh, when you guys uh, gather today? Um, yeah, and like you said, it's it's just a weird week when that happens, and it happens you know every year. It's just I think it's rougher on the coaches than it is on the kids because we're just so schedule oriented. Um, but I thought they handled it well, and to be honest with you, that's stuff we talked about early in the year um, where you're getting out of your routine. You know, I mean, you'll have a a thunderstorm comes through and you got to go into the gym for a half hour, 45 minutes. And, and, you know, that's something you can kind of, um, I mean, almost practice, if you will, um, getting thrown out of your routine. Cause we tell them it's, it's going to happen in a ball game too. Obviously you don't plan on turning the ball over, but at some point that's going to happen. It's not something you're, you're shooting for. So you've got to be able to kind of roll with, with what happens, whether it be a schedule change and, you know, with practice or, or in a ball game, like I said, a big turnover or something like that. And so, you know, it is something we, we talk to them about on a, on a fairly regular basis. And so I thought they handled it um, really well this week. It's, it's definitely different when you're practicing at one thirty and they're, <laughs> you know, they're done at three or three thirty. And, um, but, but I thought they, uh, they handled it well. And, and like I said, I think it's, it's tougher on us than it is on the kids. Well, coach, uh, looking forward to another good game tonight. Always appreciate the time and the best of luck the rest of the way. Thanks. I appreciate your coverage. You bet. Jeb Hatch, head football coach of your Minden Whippets, and we'll be back to Cooper Field with the starting lineups for tonight's Friday night contest right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips. 
along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. FOMO. Noun. Anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere. Well, you can forget FOMO now with PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks in part to sponsors like Florang Chiropractic, Platte River Preps is where the exciting and interesting happen. Schedules for your favorite high school teams, coaches' interviews, game broadcasts and podcasts, even a photo or two. Follow the best in central Nebraska at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. And time now for our starting lineup is brought to you, as always, by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for Minden, home team here, of course, and they come in with a record of one and two. Their starters are Colby Teal, a 6'3", 170-pound junior. He'll play both tight end and defensive end. On the offensive line will be Dalton Keene, 5'10", 210 pounds, and just a sophomore. Alex Quintana, a 6'2", 205-pound senior, will play on the offensive line. Also on the O-line will be Nick Bridges, 5'8", 200 pounds, and a junior. Uh, elsewhere, starting on both the offensive and defensive lines will be Irvin Hernandez, 5'6", 185 pounds, and a senior. Alex Banulos, 5'7", 170-pound senior, will also start offensively and defensively on the line. Jasper Brand, a 5'10", 160-pound junior, will play linebacker. Also on defense, as an end, will be Caden Bradley, a sophomore, 6'4", 235 pounds. The fullback will be Dawson Lockhorn, 5'9", 190 pounds, and a senior. Running back is Gage Freeze, 6'175 pounds, and a junior. Linebacker is Lucas Epperson, 5'3", 145 pounds, and a junior. That may not sound like much of a football player, but... He's a good football player. He'll track the ball down wherever it goes. Evan Smith, 5'11", 160 pounds, and a junior will start as a defensive back. At tight end and linebacker is uh, Dylan Janda, 6'165 pounds, as we mentioned, a senior. Defensive back, Carter Harson, 5'11", 160 pounds, and a sophomore wide receiver is Dane Teal, 5'7", 160 pounds, senior, and the quarterback is Braden Bates, 6'2", 160 pounds, and a senior here for the Minden Whippets on the season. Bates is 19-3 passing for 415 yards on the season. And the leading rusher is Gage Freeze. He's carried the ball 57 times for 350 yards, so he averages about 116 yards per ball game here for the Minden Whippets and head coach Jay Hatch. Now for the Carney Catholic Stars, their starters look like this. On the offensive line will be Jake Masker, 6'2", 45 pounds, and a junior. Seth Moore, 6'5", 215-pound senior, will also start on the offensive line. Ethan Geiger, 5'10", 240 pounds, will be an O-lineman. Dylan Mers will start on both the offensive line and defensive end. Mers is 6'5", 215 pounds, and a junior. Gavin Drumheller, a junior, 6'2", 220 pounds, will play offensive line. Uh, on the uh, defensive line will be Cale Murray, a senior, 5'10", 195 pounds. Uh, elsewhere, Riley Greaser will start as back. He's a senior, 6'1", 170 pounds. Marvin Zuninga, a senior, 5'11", 170 pounds, will start as a linebacker tonight. Ogden O'Brien will start as a wide receiver and a linebacker. He is a senior, 6'5", 190 pounds. Brett Mahoney will start as a wide receiver and safety. He is 6'3", 210 pounds, and a junior. 
uh, Tate Floral, a uh, senior, 6'2", 170 pounds, will be a linebacker. Austin Christner will start as a safety. We'll see him on offense as well. He's a senior, 5'10", 165 pounds. Uh, Aaron O'Brien, a 5'11", junior, 185 pounds, will play linebacker. Uh, Samson David will play cornerback and wide receiver. He's a senior, 6'1", 100 pounds, and Logan Miner. A 5'9 senior, 170 pounds, will start as a wide receiver and a cornerback. And, of course, the quarterback for the Stars is Henry Carberg, a senior, 6'6", and 200 pounds. That's starting lineup brought to you by Five Points the Better Bank in Kearney. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we will uh, have the kickoff here and wrap up our pregame show brought to you by Hundreds. We'll do that right at the time for over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. The Cheesy Burrito has been one of Amigos' faves for almost 40 years. That gooey cheddar cheese wrapped in a warm tortilla started out just for the kids and became so much more. Right now, in honor of our 40th anniversary, Amigos is offering three new Cheesy Burritos, three cheese for an all-new twist, black bean queso for veggie lovers, and chicken bacon ranch for everyone. Great Cheesy Burritos aren't just for kids. So make today a cheesy day at Amigos. And welcome back here to Cooper Field as the Whippets head out onto the field. They're all ready to go here. A record of one and two on the season. But, boy, they looked real good a week ago as they uh, took care of business against Hershey, winning at 43 to nothing. Of course, the last action for Carney Catholic was two weeks ago against St. Paul. A uh, 33 to 7 loss here, Don Lease. But again, a, a game that was much closer than indicated. They did get, give up some big chunk plays. And you heard Coach Harvey talk in the pregame that uh, that's something they really want to get figured out here. Yeah, it is, Randy. They, you know, against against St. Paul in the first half, they really did a very, very good job down to the last couple of minutes. And St. Paul hit them with a big, long play, got a tip pass, um, you know, the next play possession for Carney Catholic and got an interception and took that one in, too, uh, to make it 14 nothing to go on right into the half. But, uh, you know, they, they you know, Carney Catholic uh, wants to cut down on those big plays, um, you know, big runs that uh, like St. Paul had. And, uh, you know, that tonight they're going to have a challenge because that's what uh, Minden likes to do is run downhill on you. Yeah, they will, they, will, they will pound it and keep pounding and pounding, and they'll try that three yards in a cloud of dust thing, but then they're also hoping to hit that big play yep. uh, down the stretch as well. As uh, Again, they'll go in the air a little bit. Uh, Bates is averaging 
you know, around 11 passes per ball game, which is not a huge number, but you think about that, that's two or three times on a run-oriented team, it's two or three times a quarter that they're looking to throw, and they're generally not just some screen pass. No. You know, they'll throw those too, but they generally are going to go deep when they try it. Yeah, they like to, you know, get you sucked up, sucked up, and then they'll hit you with a fake and then try to hit you deep on some things, and uh, uh, that's one thing that got Carney Catholic uh, two years ago too is they kept going at at Carney Catholic, and then Carney Catholic came up a couple times, and they did hit him on a couple of deep passes and stuff, and Minden pulled the upset uh, two years ago. So Carney Catholic's got to be ready, uh, you know, come out here and be ready to play football. Irvin Hernandez will kick it off here. I did not see uh, the coin toss, but uh, if Carney Catholic won, 100% of the times they want the football, they want to get their offense on the field, perhaps mid and one and deferred, but in any event, uh, Carney Catholic will uh, have the opportunity here to get things going. Back deep is going to be Logan Miner, and I uh, can't see the other number there, but it kind of looks like Heinrich Harburg. Nope, they actually are going to go with Tate Florell there. So I've, I've given Tate a couple extra inches is what I've done. <laughs> so Hernandez has his hand in the air. The ball's on the tee. We're just about ready to get things underway here at Cooper Field in Minden. And there it is. It's going to be a short little pooch kick, and they're going to call a fair catch. And after fair catching and kneeling on it, Aaron O'Brien will uh, have the ball at about the 29-yard line. Just a little pooch kick there. And Carney Catholic in fairly good field position to get things started. Yeah, and... and- St. Paul did that a couple of times against them two weeks ago, did those little high pooch kiss, kicks, and uh, it bounced around a few times and, uh, you know, pinned Carney Catholic kind of deep about the 20. But uh, this time Aaron O'Brien was right there to fair catch it and get him a good field position. Well, I bet that uh, was part of that film session they had <laughs> last yeah. week. So here he is, Heinrich Harburg, the 6'6 senior, calls it out. He's got it running back uh, in the backfield right to his right. And he'll take the snap. Just a quick little three-step drop, and it's going to be complete to Brett Mahoney. Mahoney will put his head down. He'll bring it across the 40-yard line out to about the 45. So that'll be a gain of about 11. That's a good way to get things started. Yeah, sent one guy deep, uh, Logan O'Brien deep, and then underneath was uh, Brett Mahoney, and Brett catches the football and uh, picks up the first down for Carney Catholic. Well, they're at the 45 to get another first down. They need to go to the other 45. So Heinrich calls it out again, Harburg. We'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Mahoney. And they're going to run a little counter play with the running back. And uh, just bouncing to the outside, find a nice little seam here is going to be Grazer. And Grazer will take it all the way out across midfield down to about the 35-yard line. That'll be a gain of 19. Yeah, put Brett Mahoney in motion out of that one and kind of drug that linebacker out of there and then ran the counter play to where he went in motion off this left side. A nice gain for Riley. So Riley will be to the right of Harburg here. Again, two wide outs still left. That's the short side of the field. They're looking that direction. They're going to throw it in underneath. Mahoney has it, and he fights through one. Would-be tackler with a stiff arm, and he'll battle his way near the 30-yard line. Don't see exactly where he goes down there because it's on the near side, and the whippets are kind of blocking our view. That'll be a gain of, well, right at five yards. Yep, and just kind of that same little play. Uh, you, you send one guy deep. O'Brien went deep, and Mahoney ran a little out out underneath there, uh, hit him with the pass, and... Uh, Picked up uh, four or five yards on the play. I think you might see a little fake and maybe try to hit O'Brien on a deep route one of these times. So now the running back will be to the left, and Harburg's going to keep it himself. He'll fight off one tackler, get out to the outside, and he'll be tucking it down about the 15-yard line. That'll be a gain of about eight, and that's enough to move the sticks. Yeah, faking that going up to that right side with Riley, and then he takes it out and goes to the left side. Did uh, Harburg and uh, com- coming off to this outside. 
But uh, he was right there. There was a couple guys right there, but they took R- Riley Greaser on that play, and uh, and uh, Heinrich went booted out to the left side. Greaser will be to the left of Harburg. Mahoney is in the slot on the right side. Harburg looking that direction. He's got time to throw. Now he's going to roll out. He'll throw it on the run, and it's going to be a little bit too high. He's trying to make the connection there with Logan O'Brien, and it's our first incompletion of the night. Yep, going deep on the routes uh, on the outside there. Uh, they recovered pretty well on that, and Logan O'Brien coming underneath. He tried to squeeze that in there. He's getting a little bit of pressure. Minden got a little bit of pressure on him that time, and uh, he had to get rid of it before he wanted to. Stars already have three first downs on this drive. They're now facing second and 10 from the 23-yard line. Beautiful night for football. That American flag is just laying limp in the direction where Carney Catholic's heading, which is heading south. Harburg, quick little throw off on that left side. It's going to go off the hands of Mahoney and incomplete. That one was not really where Harburg wanted to put it. Yep. Just uh, to the outside again on that, uh, you know, you had uh, Logan O'Brien going deep and Mahoney running underneath route there, and uh, Harvard just led him just a little bit too far on that play on that one. But, uh, you know, we got third down here and 10 for Carney Catholic here. So third and 10 after really moving the ball very effectively, yep. the first uh, for three straight first downs. Now Harburg's got some work to do. He'll be in the shotgun, throwing down here, and he'll lob it. He's got a man out on that left side and throws it incomplete. And it was good defense there by Ryland Johnson, who was able to knock the ball away from Logan O'Brien. It falls incomplete. It's fourth and 10 from the 23. Yep, Johnson ran stride for stride with him, and just at the last minute when Logan put his hands up, he turned around, knocked the ball away. Um, and a nice, nice defensive play there by Johnson. Here comes Spencer Hoagland with a T in his hand. He'll hand the, it off here to Heinrich Harburg. And Harburg will set that to actually it's technically going to be put down by Hoagland just short of the 30 yard line. So we will call this a 39 yard field goal attempt. Low snap. Good hold there by Harburg. High kick. Looks like he's got enough distance for sure. And it is good. A great hold there by the quarterback to save three points here. It wasn't a terrible snap, but it was a little low. Harburg with the good hands. Hoagland punches it through for a 39-yard field goal. And Carney Catholic on top here by a score of 3-0, 10-28 to go. Quarter number one. We're back right after this. Hello, area ranchers. This is Ryan Wells with Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Harvest is moving along as fast as possible, and everybody is busy in the field right now. But don't forget, you'll be bringing cattle back to stock shortly. And when you're out in your pastures, make sure you look at the grass and see if a fall pasture sprain would be beneficial to your operation. Applying Corteva's Torton 22K or Grazon Next to your pasture are excellent choices to help your pasture for your next grazing season. They have great residual control for a variety of annoying grass-robbing weeds. Contact any of your area of Nutrient Ag Solutions sales representatives, and they will be happy to help. If you do not have a Nutrient Sales contact, call 308-995-4646 and we'll get you in contact with the right location and the salesperson. Also, ask about our Nutrient 0% financing program. So remember, Wells Flying Service and Nutrient Ag Solutions with locations in Holdridge, Ogallala, Campbell, Cozad, Kearney, Ravenna, Hartwell, Hastings, Oxford, Elwood, Arapahoe, and Alma. 308-995-4646. Spencer Hoagland with the kickoff, and that'll be his eighth touchback of the season as he pounds that one into the end zone after giving his team a 3 nothing lead with that 39-yard field goal. And that's a pretty good veteran uh, unit there. Yeah. Long snapper, a little off the money, but a good hold by Harburg and patience by Hoagland. He didn't rush it. Right, and that's one thing that uh, he did 
one time against St. Paul, the snap wasn't quite there like that. And uh, he got in there a little bit too quick and topped the ball one time. And this time he had good patience and nice kick and then good field goal for, for Spencer. So first and 10 here for the Whippets. And they're just going to go right up the middle. And not bad little line surge there as they follow the lead block up front there of uh, Alex Banulos. And it'll be a gain of about two. Yep, just going right at him, right in the, at the front of the line right there, right over the center. Did uh, Minden go, and that's uh, one thing that Coach Harvey was talk, kind of talking about on the way down is they go, they'll come right at us and stuff, and uh, our line and our linebackers are going to have to accept that challenge. So Freeze gains two on his first carry of the game. Gage Freeze, again, will be to the left of uh, Harson here, and they'll hand it off to Freeze, and he'll get stood up as he gets to the hole again by Florell. That time he didn't get two. I don't know if he got anything. Florell came through there in middle linebacker position. Both those linebackers are right up in there. Uh, he's, you know, they got a down line, three down linemen and stuff, four down linemen out of that. And Logan O'Brien every once in a while sets back. But uh, they all came that time as, as Minden tried to go right up the middle again. And I misspoke, of course, the quarterback for Minden is Bates. And Bates might be facing a throwing situation here. Third and eight. Freezes to his left. Long count. He'll take the ball out of his stomach. Bates will look to throw, and he'll throw it incomplete, trying to connect uh, over here to Hunter Heath. And uh, there defensively for Carney Catholic was both Brett Mahoney and Logan O'Brien. And so the first pass attempt is incomplete. It'll be a three and out here as coming in to punt is going to be Bates. Yeah, Riley Greaser and, and uh, Tate Florell came blitzing in there on that play right there. And, and uh, he, you know, Johnson wanted to run that out route a little farther down, and he just didn't have time to get there, set up and throw to get that ball completed to Johnson. So Bates on fourth and eight will be in punt formation. He'll be standing at his own 10-yard line. He averages about 35 yards per punt. He's going to kind of rugby it, run to his right. It's going to be a high kick. It's going to be short, and Carney Catholic has to try to find it and get out of the way. It's going to have a nice forward roll. It's going to have a great effect here as it's going to roll dead at about the 38-yard line. First to touch it there is Hunter Heath. So, again, nice little just kind of scramble out to that side. Yep. Let your defenders get down there so Carney Catholic can't really get near the ball and return it. And then you get that good forward roll after a high kick. That yep. was that was well done by Bates. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, Menden needed to do is to kind of get that flip that field and stuff. Otherwise, you know, if he gets that – a short kick or anything, or Carney Catholic comes up there and fields it, they're going to get the football at the 50-yard line. Stars with a 3 nothing lead here. They got a field goal on their first trip after three straight first downs. Coming across in motion here is going to be Logan Miner, and they'll hand the ball off here for Greaser, and Greaser is not going to get back in line of screen. She's going to lose about three yards. The Whippets were there with a lot of help there. Lucas Esperson from his uh, linebacker position was the first to get there. And that kid's only 5'3", 145 pounds, but, boy, he's got – it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog, right. and that dog's got some fight. He does. Coach Colling was talking about him this week, and he goes, he's just all over. He's one of those guys that's, you know, he's small. You can't really see him sometimes, but all of a sudden he's right there to make that tackle just exactly like that play. Right and great there. form. I mean, right yeah. behind those shoulder pads, it's just a great tackle. That's just good football play by a good football player. It only weighs 145 pounds. Here's Harburg. He'll hand the ball off to Greaser. Greaser on that right side. They'll set a little wall for him, and he'll bring it across the 40-yard line. And so it'll be a nice little gain of about six or so. Remember, it was about uh, second and 13, so that'll set up now third. Well, he even got even more than I thought. He ends up gaining about seven on the play. It'll be third and six. Yep, just nice little run off to the right side out of that. Uh, the Minden was blitzing their middle linebacker, so Riley got the corner on that. 
had a nice little run for Carney Catholic, bringing him up down third down here for Carney Catholic. And Logan O'Brien did a nice job setting the edge there with a the block yeah. as he came from his wide receiver spot. So manageable here. We'll call it third and six. Hartberg will call it out. He's got time to throw. He'll throw it on that right side, and it's going to be slapped away. Brett Mahoney, the intended target, but Evan Smith gets his hands on it and knocks it away. That's good defense. Evan, Evan was right there with him. Brett, Brett tried to run a little bit of a out route there, just you know, sitting down about the uh, just past the uh, first down mark. Evan Smith did a good job of just going right with him, getting when the, once the ball was there, reached his hand in there, knocked it down. So Hoagland will come in this time to punt because he's uh, on the wrong side of the 50 for that to happen. Ball at the 42-yard line. And so with 7.37 to go, Carney Catholic a three and out. Minden with a three and out, their only possession. A little bit of pressure coming. Hoagland gets it off. It's a wobbly kick, and it's going to hit. Take a little forward spin and getting out of the way here is going to be Hunter Heath. That's going to be a friendly Carney Catholic roll, and they'll be down at about the 12-yard line. Yeah, just nice high kick, you know, from Spencer Hoagland. Spencer, you know, had, you know, did a good job there, you know, kind of getting the ball right, right there and getting that fo- football off. Like you said, uh, uh, Minden was coming after it a little bit there and uh, put a little bit of pressure on him, but Spencer did a good job of getting the football off. Well, we bragged a little bit about the job the punters did for Minden. Now we got to we got to tip our hats because that exchange of punts is a gain of ten yards right. for Carney Catholic, and that wasn't because the offense moved that much. Right. That uh, that was nicely done there by by Hoagland, who got a good forward roll out of it. So the ball spotted at the eleven yard line. First and ten here for the Whippets. Their second possession of the game. They've only gained two yards offensively so far, and they're going to look to throw with the football, and they're going to connect it on this left side to Hunter Heath, and Heath will make the catch, and he'll fall down after he got tripped up by the 15-yard line, and he'll end up at the 16, and so that'll be a gain of about five. Just a nice route he ran that time, Randy. looked like he was going to go deep, and uh, Samson David kind of turned and went with him on that, and then he just turned and hooked hooked around there, and a nice little route route and uh, picks up about four or five yards on the play. For that to really work, you got to do a little acting, and he did a nice job of making it look like he was going to hold a lot deeper than he was. They're going to tighten up the formation here is the Whippets, but they do have three wideouts to the left, and they're just going to run on that left side and right up the middle. Uh, getting tripped up here is going to be Gage Freeze, and Carney Catholic got a hand in there somewhere. I think that might have been Marvin Zuniga who uh, chirped him up. It'll be a gain of about five. It'll set up third and one. Yeah, just nice dive play, quick dive play right up the middle off that, Randy, and that's one thing that they're going to try to do, and they're coming up here very fast, Minden is. And they're just going to hand the ball up, and there's flags all over the place. They may not have been set. I don't think Carney Catholic jumped off. There was a lot of scrambling going on up there. Yep, we'll see what they... We'll see what the flag here is. Is the white hat looking our direction? So Carney Catholic got a timeout prior to the snap. So stars call the timeout. We'll take the timeout with them. Brought to you by our friends at ENT Positions at Kearney. We'll step away for a moment. 6.26 to go here. First quarter, 3-0 stars. Third and one for the Whippets right after this. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. 
Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Minion comes up very, very quickly. They just have a quick handoff right up the middle, and they've got enough for the first down. Just edging over there is Gage Freeze. Gain of about one on the play. Carney County tried to make a pile, but that pile moved forward just enough. Yep, it did. Yeah, exactly. They just got right up there, did Minden, and just snapped quickly once they got up there. Coming right at Carney Catholic on that play, and just like you said, just picked up enough for the first down. That's exactly what Minden wants to do, though, is just continue to move the football uh, any way they can. That's their first uh, first down of the game. By the way, our timeouts brought to you by ENT Positions at Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need a specializing in you. They're going to run the option to that left side, and Carney Catholic is going to handle that just fine, thank you, as Gage Freeze can't get the edge as they did kind of pitch it out to him. And uh, he is uh, undone on that uh, right side. Leading the way is Dylan Mers. Yeah, coming off that uh, defensive end. And then I think Austin uh, Krishner came flying up there, too, to kind of shut that down also. So good good job of uh, stringing it out there and then uh, getting the tackle right no, for no gain. Second and 10. The scoreboard says second and nine, but they're fudging it a little bit. Running the option is, uh, again, going to be Bates. Bates this time is looking the throw, and it's going to be too high. And it falls incomplete. He was trying to connect with Ryan, Ryan Johnson. And Samson David went for the tackle. But had he stayed back where he was, that would have gone right in the middle part of that three. Yeah. Yep. As he ran that out route on this right side here. And he rolled, Bates rolled out to this side. And uh, the pass was just a little bit too high, like you said. And uh, Samson David was right there. He was, But he was coming up for the tackle. And, and he just looked at himself like, oh, man, I should have just <laughs> stayed there and would have had a pickoff. Well, your primary responsibility right. is to defend the guy. Yep. So <laughs> he, he made the right call. He just wished he would have guessed it a little bit better. Yep. So 5-12 to go here in the first quarter. Bates looking to throw. He'll roll it out on this right side, and it's going to be complete. Samson David actually slipped. And that's going to be enough for a first down as the ball is complete out to about the 37-yard line. That'll be a gain of 14. Yep, just an out route on there. Um, Hunter Heath ran a little out route on that side, and they had another guy kind of running it a little bit on the inside out of that. So they had two guys, and then they brought a guy in motion, and Logan O'Brien picked him up on the motion route out of that. And then uh, Heath was open out here on this outside for a first down for Minden. So a gain of 14 on the play. That's his second catch. And that'll be the second first down of the game here for the Whippets. They're going to go out of the old I formation, hand it off to Freeze, the tailback, and he's going to get stuffed. Eventually, Zuniga is going to finish it, but it was all started by Tate Florell. So both of your linebackers came flowing in there pretty well. That means your defensive line did their job. They got occu- yep. they occupied those offensive linemen. Yep, exactly. And you know, like you said, Tate Florell is able to co- go, you know, kind of pick the gap and stuff. And then Marvin Zuniga is in there to help out on that situation there. But Tate did a great job of picking right in the right spot and kind of making a big pile out of that. Carney has a lead over Bellevue West in the first quarter, 7 to nothing against the number one team on the, in the state on the road. And welcome back to playing football, Bearcats. They're going to run that run-pass option. They're going to throw it on this left side, and it's going to be intercepted. And coming up with the interception here is Austin Christner. Christner made the interception. Did the ball come loose after he made the catch? 
I don't think so. I don't think so. They look like there was a little bit of a scramble afterwards in that pile, but Christner is going to make the interception at about the 46-yard line. Yep, just, uh, you know, rolling out to that left side. Uh, you know, he wanted to throw, Bates wanted to throw it deeper, uh, and he just kind of threw a little bit behind him, and Christner uh, was right there, and he read the p- pass perfect and went up there at its highest point and got the, got the interception for Carney Catholic here. So first turnover of the game is by the Whippets, and it'll put Carney Catholic back in uh, the offensive mode here at the 46-yard line. They're just short of midfield. Coming across is going to be Samson David. They'll hand the ball off right up the middle to uh, Greaser, and Greaser will bring it across midfield. That'll be a gain of at least four. We'll see exactly where they spotted here, but not a bad play on first down. No. Samson David going in motion out of that, so he does a little kick-out block on uh, the defensive end on that play. And then Riley Greaser kind of raises it and goes right up underneath there so for a nice little run for Riley. So clock moving here with 3.37 to go. So ball spotted. The nose of the football right on the 50-yard line. They get reset as one of the offensive linemen moved. Heinrich Harburg is going to keep it. He'll fake the uh, run up the middle and a nice open field tackle here by Dylan Janda. And Harburg's going to be able to lean forward for a gain of about one yard on the play is all. Yep. And Dylan did, Janda did a good job that time. Randy, you know, he faked that handoff, did Harburg going up the middle, and he boots it out to the outside, the left side here. Dylan Janda, he's kind of out there by himself, and he did a great job of getting uh, his hands on the Harburg and getting, bringing him down for a minimal game. So third and about five and a half, let's call it six. That was a gain of about one or so. And Harburg is going to call it out. And he'll have a quick little throw on this left side, and it's going to be complete. But Garrett Schmoderer had his knee down when he caught it. Now, I almost thought he was on his way back up, and his knee was off the ground. But the official a whole lot closer to the action than I am. And that'll be a completion, but a gain of none. Yep. Just trying to get that little wide receiver screen, and they kind of had it set up there, uh, you know, to have uh, Garrett come in the inside out of that. And he had... uh, Logan O'Brien and uh, I think Mahoney in front of him blocking, so two good guys to block, block for you. Just had to go down and on his knee to catch it. So they really spread out their formation, does Carney Catholic, their uh, lineman, and, and uh, Menden has to kind of follow suit here. And so a high kick by Hoagland. Hoagland will get the fair catch from uh, the receiver there, Hunter Heath, and he'll fair catch it at about the 17-yard line. Yeah, and good job by Hunter Heath coming up there to fair catch that one. Uh, Minden's kind of bringing a little bit of pressure on the uh, on the punts and stuff. So, you know, Hunter Heath's doing a good job of just doing some fair catching and trying to keep keep the ball in front of him and, and getting as much as he can out of that. So a beautiful night for football, about um, seven mile an hour wind, if that, 77 degrees, and the field is in great shape. Our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. First and ten. From the 18-yard line here for the Whippets. And they're just going to hand the ball right up the middle. And, whoa, Gage Freeze, nowhere to go. Slamming the door is Tate Florell. I think uh, Murs was in there. Also in on the tackle for Carney Catholic with Seth Moore. Yeah. Seth Moore, Easton Mannery were in there. The defensive line up, fr- up front. And then the linebackers come flying in there, too. Uh, so once he got the handoff, they were right there to make the tackle for for Carney Catholic. Again, field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions at top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans, Impact Ag Partners, and Pioneer Seed. Science with service, delivering success. Rolling out here is uh, going to be Bates, and Bates just has nowhere to go with the ball, and eventually tracking him down is going to be Aaron O'Brien. After a loss of three on first down, this is going to be another loss of about 
Six. Yeah, right. No, they're actually still backing up. We'll call it seven. It's going to be third and ten. Yeah, they, he rolled out to this side. They ran an out-and-up route out of that, uh, trying to get Ryan Johnson to go down the field out of there. And uh, by the time he wanted to really set up and throw, Aaron O'Brien was right in there to, to, to corral him. But uh, that's what they wanted to get as an out-and-up route out of that. Well, again, that a coverage sack as much as anything. Right. Well, they're backing up now. They're at the nine-yard line. So third and about uh, 19 here. And the quarterback, actually, that's Hunter Heath, who's uh, in at quarterback right now. He took the snap anyway. Of kind of a wildcat formation. No, check that. That is still Bates. Just need to pull down your jersey, right. son. That five <laughs> looks like a six. Yeah, Bates just kind of followed his uh, running backs there, tried to pick up whatever he can out of that, give him a little bit more room and everything here for uh, Minden to punt this football. Maybe two yards on the play. So set up now fourth and about 17. And near midfield, Carney Catholic awaiting the punt of Braden Bates. They might wait here. Not much difference with the wind, but the clock is running, and I think we're going to wait till the next uh, quarter to punt the football. That is the final play of quarter number one. Three-nothing, Carney Catholic. We'll be back with the punt by the Whippets when we return right after this. During the hectic harvest season, Aurora Cooperative's mobile app is here to keep you one step ahead. Our new mobile app features allow you to see real-time scale tickets, the current grain bids and balances, our loading and receiving hours, and offer you the ability to pay your bills through the app. Let us help you be more efficient this harvest season. Download the app today from your mobile app store and log in using your Aurora Cooperative account information. Reach out to Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for more questions. Tougher together, we know your roots. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. The broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Of course, we're here at Cooper Field at uh, Minden High School. They've done some renovation work. In fact, they just yeah. painted the stripes on the track today. Yeah, it looks very nice. Yeah, we improved the, the, the seating here arrangements here, too. So, again, kind of that rugby-style kick here for Bates. It's going to hit the turf at about the 45-yard line. I think it may have hit a whippet. I'm not sure. But it's going to go near the other 45 and be downed. And they're going to, yeah, they are going to mark it a little bit short of that. So it'll be about the 48-yard line. Yeah, just kind of rolling that a little rugby tie type of you know kick and stuff. He just wants to get that ball rolling on there. And he does a good job of that. And let his guys get down the field a little bit farther and, but Carney Catholic's going to have pretty good field position here for their first drive of the second quarter. Remind you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on the Plant River Radio Group of Stations and at PlantRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Thank you so much for joining us from wherever you are. Here, Harburg will hand the ball right up the middle to uh, Greaser, and Greaser will bring it across midfield, so he'll gain about three, but that's going to be about it. Yep, trying to go straight up the middle on, on that play. Uh, kind of got guys at wideouts on the trying to spread them out and then just hit Riley right up the middle and uh, picks up about three yards on the play for Carney Catholic. Well, their first drive that turned into a, uh, a three-pointer, uh, they had three first downs and none since for Carney Catholic. 
And here Harburg is going to pull it out of his belly. He's going to keep it on a boot, and he'll get enough for the first down here as he bounces out to that outside, and he'll gain, we'll call it seven on the play, and that will move the sticks here for the Stars. Yeah, just, uh, you know, Riley did a good job of selling it like he had it, and the uh, linebackers came in there, and then uh, Heinrich does a good job of pulling it out and booting it out to the left side, picks up a first down for Carney Catholic. Short side of the field is the left. There's a couple of wide outs there. Going to hand it off to Greaser. Greaser goes, goes right up the middle trying to follow those blockers. And uh, down at his feet making the tackle is going to be Alex Banulos. It's a nice tackle by Banulos. Yeah, coming in there, you know, and the, the defensive front did a good job of kind of holding everything kind of up there. Wasn't a whole lot of room to run. And uh, coming in there and making the tackle for, for Minden there linebacker's position. There's a gain there, but not enough to say it's a gain of one. And so Harburg will call it out again. Greaser will be to his left. He's got two wide outs to the uh, wide side of the field, but he'll throw it to the left to his running back, Greaser. Greaser makes one man miss, puts his head down, and we'll see where they spot him out of bounds. He's going to be short of the sticks, but that's a good positive play on yep. second and nine. And it's going to be third and short here for Carney Catholic. We'll call it... Uh, Two, so that will gain seven yards. Yep, they sent the guys deep, and then they just put Riley out there a little bit out there, and they just dumped it off on the left side to Riley, and Riley made the first guy kind of miss out of that, and it's going to be up third down and short here for Carney Catholic. So for Greaser, that is his third catch of the season. It sets up now second and two. This is probably four down territory as they are about the 32-yard line. That would be a pretty long field goal, unless, of course, you get sacked here, and then you got to rethink things. So Harburg looking over, getting the instructions here from Coach Harvey, and Greaser's going to back up a little bit. They're going to run the option, pitch to Greaser. Greaser puts his head down, and he'll bring it across the 30-yard line. That'll be enough for the first down by at least a yard. That'll be a gain of a good three, maybe three and a half. Yep, and you saw Coach Harvey kind of yelling out something, so they kind of changed the play, and they ran a little bit of option uh, to the right side and picked up the first down. Nice pitch out there. Uh, to Riley, and Riley picks up the first down for Carney Catholic. And again, Greaser, who makes the start tonight, you know, backed up a couple of yards. He understood the difference between what was called and the yep. play they were running and the different angle that you got to have. Bring a man across. They're going to run a little counter. Give it to Greaser. Greaser trying to go off tackle. There isn't much room there at all. He's going to get back in line of scrimmage and no more. Yeah, coming out of that motion, they're, you know, fake it to Austin Krishner coming to the right side, and then they give it to Riley Greaser going to the left side out of that uh, Trying to drag those linebackers out of there, but Minden did a good job up front and, and holding their own and, and no gain for Carney Catholic. So second and 10 from the 30. Harburg will call it out, hand it off to Greaser right up the middle. He's got a nice little hole, a little stiff arm. He's going to bring it across the 20-yard line down to about the 19. That'll be a gain of 11. Good stiff arm to gain yeah. the second half. Good hole there that was created by the offensive line, and that'll be a gain of 11, and Carney Catholic in business here. Yep, just right up the middle out of that, quickly up there. Here can they come again, right? Same play here out of that. Well, not quite as much as they got the time before, but that's still a positive play. Gain about four on the play. It'll set up second and six. Yep, and, and you know, that first uh, time, you know, when they got that first down, you could see the linemen just going, yes, you know, let's keep doing this, and that's what they're doing right now. They're playing with some rhythm. Quick snap, Harburg looking to throw. Now he's got to scramble to his right. He had a man. He's going to tuck it and get what he can. He tries to run over one guy, and he'll uh, – Dylan Janda will win that battle in a sense because he'll make the tackle, but that'll still be a positive gain. Gain of about three, and it's going to be third and a long two here for Carney Catholic. Yep, did no, nothing there. And, uh, you know, Minden did a good job in the secondary out of that. And then Heinrich had to boot out here to the outside and picks up a few yards. So now it's going to be third and short here for Carney Catholic. 
So third and two from about the 11-yard line. And Harburg looking on that left side. He's got two wideouts to the right, two to the wide side, which is the left. And Greaser will be behind him. Harburg calls it out. He'll run the option, and he'll cut back against the grain. Nice little juke there to get the first down as he'll bring it inside the 10-yard line down to about the uh, eight or so. And that will gain him a good three, maybe four yards. And that will move the sticks yet again. Carney Catholic will have it first and goal. Yeah, just nice read by Harburg that time taking that ball. Harburg calls the snap. Hands off to Greaser right up the middle. He'll go off tackle. He'll run over one guy. He'll spin. Loses the football. It's in the air. And we'll see who falls on it. Carney Catholic points forward that they were able to fall on the football. And they did. That ball went in the air. And I think falling on the football is Tate Florell. Yep, I think As right. it is, they gain four on the play and get to keep the football. They're going to play with rhythm again. A flag down here. They're into the end zone, but that's going to be a legal procedure on Carney Catholic. They're going fast, but maybe a bit too fast. Yep. Yeah, Riley did a good job on that first down. You know, he was squirting and turning, and then the yeah, helmet got right on his football, on the football there, and it popped it up in the air. Tate Farrell did a good job of, you know, pouncing on the football for Carney Catholic to get them the ball back out of this situation. Now they got a false start here. Yeah, and they blew that whistle right at the snap. Kind of took the drama of getting in the end zone out of that play. So it'll set up now second and goal now from the nine. And now joining him in the backfield uh, for Carney Catholic, Harburg has Mahoney up there as well, and another flag. And that time it looked to me like maybe Minden did the moving. And they give the five yards back. back. Oh. Now, actually, you don't get all five of those back. You only get about four, four. of them back yes. because that's half the distance. Yep. So moving ahead of the ways, and now it's going to bring up second down here for Carney Catholic at about the four-yard line. So second and goal from... The four, ball is just inside the five, but we'll call it the four. So Harburg has Greaser to his left. He's got a couple of guys in the slot and one wide out to the right. He'll hand off to Greaser. Greaser cuts back against the grain close to the goal line. I think he sh they're going to mark him short. Yeah, they are. And he'll be a good yard short. That'll be a gain of three. They'll set up now third and goal from about a yard and a half away. Yeah, just trying to take it off that right side there, following his lineman. And the linemen are getting a little bit of a push out of that, but uh, the linebackers did a good job of stepping in there and filling that to keep Riley out of the end zone. Twelfth carry of the game here for uh, Greaser. So third and goal from the two here for Carney Catholic. Three wideouts to the left, one to the right. Greaser is also to the left. They hand off to him. He goes right up the middle, and he gets stood up right away. Colby Teal, the first one there, making the tackle. That's actually a loss of about one on the play, and it's going to set up decision time here. For Coach Harvey. If they're looking over at him and stuff here. But, uh, you know, good good defensive surge out of that. The linemen did a really good job of holding their own up, up front for Minden. And then the linebackers stepping in there and filling in the gaps. Well, Spencer Hoagland still on the sideline. Stars are going to go for it here. Fourth and two. Fourth and goal from the two. Clock moving here. Inside of six minutes to go in the second quarter. 3 nothing. Carney Catholic. And Minden's going to call a timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 6.58 to go here. In the second quarter, Stars up 3-0. They're going for it on fourth and goal from the two. Timeout Minden. We're back right after this. 
At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Well, again, our timeouts brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. And also sponsoring this timeout is Kearney Catholic, because the uh, officials actually huddled up and said Kearney Catholic asked for the timeout before Minden asked for the timeout. We thought it was Minden because yeah. on the near sideline here, we saw the official run over and pointing to the head coach, yep. the coach uh, Hatch, and say, yeah, you got your timeout. And then they huddled up and said... Uh, Carney Catholic actually had it first. So here we go. Fourth and goal from about the two, maybe the two and a half. Again, Harburg will call it out. Greaser will be to his right. He has three wide outs to the left. Ball pretty much in the middle of the field. Harburg's going to keep it, and he's looking to throw. He'll stiff arm one guy, still looking. He'll throw across the grain into the end zone, and it is incomplete. <laughs> trying to scramble, trying to make something happen. And what happened is Minden made a great defensive play. They have a goal line stand. They have the football and a little bit of momentum here as they hold Carney Catholic on downs. Yep, they faked that handoff, Randy, and then Harburg is booting. He's trying to get the uh, the outside over here, either run-pass option, and uh, Minden was right there to come up there and make him try to make that pass, and he had to throw back across there. He threw it into the end zone looking for Logan Miner, but uh, Minden was right there to deflect it. And Janda's pretty much spying on Heinrich Harburg, yeah. and uh, he, he was in the right place. So here we go. Tight eye formation here for the Whippets. They've got the ball at their own two-yard line. They're just going to hand the ball right up the middle, and Carney Catholic trying to make a pile. Might be a short loss on the play, but very short. No threat of this being a safety, but they are going to back up about a half yard. Yeah, just you know, kind of running that little bit of that Maryland eye type situation and giving that ball to the second guy and trying to get whatever he can out of that situation there from Minden. And uh, going off that right side, and Carney Catholic is right there to stuff that. Well, obviously, if you're Minden, you want to get a little bit of room for your punter, if nothing yep. else. But again, Carney Catholic goes for it on fourth down because if you can pin him, you're still going to get the ball back with plenty of time and in right. good field position. Yep. If, if, if. if yep. <laughs> and they're going to go out of the pistol formation this time. Quarterback just hands the ball up ahead here for Freeze, and Freeze goes right over the middle. He'll bring it out to about the five-yard line. So he'll gain a couple on the play. It's still going to set up now third, and actually gained about three. We'll call this third and eight. Yep, just going right up the middle, like you said, you know, kind of spread Carney Catholic out a little bit and kind of go, go right up the middle out of that uh, and one of the things, like you said, Randy, trying to give your punter, just in case you know you don't pick up a first down, you know, get your punter a little bit of, of room to punt the football. Well, for that to be a punt, Carnegie Catholic's going to have to hold here on third and eight from about the six-yard line of Minden. Bates looking to throw. He'll throw it to this left side, and it is going to be incomplete. That's a long throw, and the rules in high school are a little bit different. I'm not so sure there was anybody in the, in the area the officials are going to huddle up here, and there is no flag down for intentional grounding, but that's borderline. Right. And, again, I think you should have the – if you're going to protect, right. you know, million-dollar right. quarterbacks, and, and I'm okay with that in the NFL, let's also protect 16-year-old kids. Right, exactly. Yep. Yep, so bring up fourth down here for, for Minden. He'll be putting out of his end zone here. So instead of trying to throw the ball, Bates now will put that right foot into it. 
He's got a full drop back, though, and he'll scramble to his right, and he'll kick it. A little bit of a shorter kick, and Carney Catholic is going to be able to fair catch it at about the 38-yard line. So a nice job there by Christner to make the catch so that you don't get that roll. And so Carney Catholic, and again, you couldn't really scramble out yeah. with uh, uh, being in the end zone like that, so you kind of had to punt that a little bit quicker. So Carney Catholic will get the ball back with one timeout left at the 38-yard line with 4.17 to go. So that's plenty of time. Yeah. Yep, definitely. And, and that's like you said, you know, that's probably why they went for it, because thinking, hey, if we hold them, we can get the ball back here in good field position and still try to get, you know, get the football in the end zone here before half. Well, they, they, they had four first downs on that last drive, seven first downs total here in the game. But they have only three points on the board. They lead it three nothing, does Carney Catholic. Harburg has Greaser to his left out of that pistol formation. High snap. Harburg handles it, throws it on that left side, caught by Christner, and Christner's going to be out of bounds at about the 32. That'll be a gain of six. Yep, just a nice little underneath out of that, sending the guy deep and then putting one underneath him and hit Austin Christner on that play on the left side for a good a good chunk of yards for our first, our first play of that uh, series right there. And again, we're not worried about the time, but it does yeah. stop the clock here with 4.13 to go. With only one timeout left, you got to keep an eye on it a little bit. And off to Greaser right up the middle. He's got a big hole. He'll cut back to the left. He'll eventually be uh, brought down by uh, Freeze. But uh, that's going to be a nice gain on the play as they go from the 32 down to about the 24. So that'll be a gain of eight. Yeah, just nice run by Riley Greaser that time. You know, made a nice little cut back off there and uh, picks up a first down for Carney Catholic. So Stars with another first down. They're eighth of the half, but again, they lead only 3 nothing. Harburg is going to keep it on the boot. He has a stiff arm, puts his head down as he gets that left side. He's inside the 20-yard line, down to about the 19. Gain of five on the play, and that's, that's a little power football from a quick, strong 6-6 quarterback. Right, you know, going, you know, faking that handoff and, you know, booting out to that outside. They've done that a couple of times uh, out there, and a nice hard run by Heinrich Harburg to, you bring up second down here for Carney Catholic. There's about three minutes to go, 326. You know, they're looking over at Harvey, just kind of, okay, well, what do we want to run? And Harburg is kind of moving his little, neck yeah. a little bit, and, and uh, I think he might have a little shoulder stinger, if I had to guess. But he's still out there. He's looking at his wristband. He's moving a couple of guys over in the formation, so there's going to be trips to the left. Greaser will be behind him. Harburg gets the snap. Hands it to Greaser right up the middle, and Greaser bounces off the first line, and he'll have a nice gain on the play. He'll be inside the 10-yard line, down to about the 8. That's a gain of 11. Yeah, nice run by Riley that time as he, you know, right off the bat kind of got hit. He spun off that guy and then made a nice little move right there about the linebacker position and, uh, you know, picks up a first down for Carney Catholic. be first and goal here for Carney Catholic. Well, this is the first time Carney Catholic has been in the red zone. Uh, the first time they uh, went for it on fourth down and threw an incomplete pass. We'll see what they do here on first down. They'll hand off the greaser. Greaser trying to get the edge. He'll get down that sideline, and we'll see how many yards he gets before he's knocked out of bounds. It looks like about three, so he'll set up now second and goal from, we'll call it the six. Yep, just going out to that outside. Got nice little blocks out there. I think Brett Mahoney and uh, Logan O'Brien were out there kind of setting that edge for him, and uh, he got a little bit around it, uh, so it'll be up second down here for Carney Catholic for that second and goal. Actually got a little bit more than I thought. They uh, moved it up here to the five-yard line, so second and goal from the five, 2.36 to go here before halftime. Stars already on top, three to nothing. Harburg hands it up to Greaser. Greaser, good hole right up the middle. He'll go into the end zone. Touchdown! That's what the linemen, you can see the linemen all jumping up there. 
Uh, that's exactly what they want. They want that little power football, and that's what they got right here. Is Riley Greaser takes the football and goes right up the middle and uh, powers it in there for Carney Catholic for a five-yard touchdown run. Well, that's one of those that the hands went in the air by the offensive lineman even before the, yeah. the, the official made the call. So Harburg will do the holding here. Hoagland will try to add the extra point. Stars on top 9-0 right now after the five-points bank touchdown by Riley Greaser. Good snap, good hold, and the kick. As per usual, it is also good. 10-0, Carney Catholic, 2.32 to go here before halftime. They lead here in Minden. We're back right after this. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, Avenue Q, or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Welcome back here in a minute. Carney Catholic on top, now 10 to nothing, thanks to the uh, five points bank touchdown a moment ago by a greaser. And here, Hoagland, after adding the extra point, will add his ninth touchback of the season. Punches that through the end zone. And so the Whippets will have all three timeouts left, two minutes and 32 seconds, to see if they can traverse 80 yards here and cut into this Carney Catholic lead. Yeah, I mean, that's always a weapon that Carney Catholic has. Is that <laughs> the lights are on? The lights I can see. On. I can see my sheets now. <laughs> yep. Is uh, you know, and they've had that in the past too. Is uh, you know, kickers, and that's nice to have one. You know, be able to put it in the end zone like that and have them start at the twenty. I'm glad someone else has bad vision, so I can see now. <laughs> we don't have a light switch in our room. Two and a half minutes to go here, and calling it out again will be uh, Bates. Bates will just quickly get the ball to the outside here. And I think that stayed in bounds. Miner with the tackle as they got the ball to the outside here in the hands of Hunter Heath. Yeah, Hunter Heath, just a quick route out of that on the left side. And uh, Hunter Heath uh, did a good job of getting catching the football. But uh, right there was Logan Miner to make the tackle. So gain of about two. That's a third catch here for Heath in the game. That's now ten catches on the year. They're going to say he was down in bounds. So that clock is still moving. And you don't want to get goofy just yet if you're Minden, but especially on second and eight. And they're going to look to throw it in underneath, and it's intercepted. Missed the target, and Carney Catholic comes up with it, making the interception is Logan Miner. Tried to connect in underneath there to uh, Carter Harson. He missed him, and Logan Miner with the interception. Yep, just uh, trying to run that out route again, and they, had, they send a guy deep, and the guy you know deep was open because... He came up on the uh, this guy, and uh, I, I think the Logan Miner did a great job of reading that. He's peeking in there, and I could see the coach Hatch down here going, throw it this guy, this guy here. But, uh, you know, Logan did a great job of reading that and, and making the interception. So that's the second interception thrown by Bates. Here Carney Catholic, one timeout left, ball at the 32-yard line and a minute 47 to try to add on to a 10-0 lead. 
Harburg throws on that right side, and it's going to be complete. They were trying to knock the ball down at the last moment, but uh, Logan O'Brien does make the catch, a gain of only about three on the play. There immediately is Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Ryan Johnson did a good job trying to come up there and bat the, bat the ball down, but he also tackled Logan O'Brien right there when he caught the football. So a uh, good catch by Logan O'Brien, a nice job by Ryan Johnson. 122 as they snap the football to Harburg. Hand off to Greaser right up the middle. He'll dance around a little bit right up the middle. Puts his head down. There's a flag being thrown in right at the point of attack by the uh, white hat, the trail official. And that looks like that's probably going to be a hold. Ends up being a gain of about four on the play. But Carney Catholic's not going to be able to keep it. It is a hold against the Stars. Yep. Right up there at the point of attack. And that might have been where Riley kind of bounced it back to that outside. But... Uh, uh, you know, Riley did a good job. His eyes are always forward, looking ahead and stuff. He does a good job of kind of seeing the hole, and, and, and if it closes, he can does a good job of bouncing out. And as an offensive lineman, you're driving somebody one direction, and then they start going the direction you're yep. driving, and you almost you just almost can't help that. Right. Yep. You got to help it, but yep. you almost can't help it. And again, you want your your running back to make those kinds of moves, but that's a trap that sometimes offensive linemen fall into. Right. So it's going to be second and about 16 here for Carney Catholic. Now you probably are looking at a throwing play as we're inside of the final minute before halftime. Harburg looking to throw, throws it in underneath, and it's going to be incomplete. Couldn't make the connection with Logan O'Brien. He threw that one a bit too low. Yeah, Logan O'Brien coming across the field out of that one and, uh, you know, was open out of that situation, and he got a little bit uh, hands up and everything, and he kind of just underthrew that one to Logan O'Brien coming across the middle. Well, the good news is it stops the clock with 51 seconds to go. Bad news is it's third and 16 from the 37. After the uh, turnover, Carney Cavalry didn't do anything with their first turnover uh, that they forced from Minden, and now they're on the verge of repeating that here late in the second quarter as they are facing third and 16 from the 37. They get a first down. They're going to be within field goal range. Not so sure they're not in field goal range now. Yeah. And a timeout being taken by Minden. So the Whippets will call the timeout. And again, our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Let's just check some scores here real quick. Uh, Bellevue West has routed off 21 straight points against Kearney High. So the top-ranked team in Class A now has a 21-7 lead over the Bearcats in Class A. Also in Class A, Omaha Westside having no problem in Grand Island, 28 to nothing. And uh, in Class B, in the second quarter, McCook leads Lexington 7 to nothing. Over on KJS Radio, top-ranked Hastings has a 6-0 lead over Seward, and Aurora has just taken a 13-0 lead over York. Again, that game also in Class B. In Class C1, Kozad is handling Holdridge 20 to nothing. St. Paul with a 35-0 lead over Fillmore Central, and Central City 22-0 over Columbus Lakeview. All of those are in the second quarter. Also here... It is 10-0 Carney Catholic in the second quarter. Wood River Shelton being shut out by Adam Central, 21-0. They're also in the second. And Gothenburg has a 7-0 lead over uh, Ogallala. That game also in the second quarter in Class C1. Don't forget the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill at the completion of the game over on Power 99. So 51 seconds to go. Still a couple, uh, one timeout left here for Carney Catholic. Harburg, empty backfield, and he's just going to have a quarterback keeper. He goes right up the middle. He's got the ball at the 20, at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown! A 37-yard quarterback draw 
a perfect call for Carney Catholic and a five-points bank touchdown for the future Husker. Yeah, got him, got him spread out on that situation. Had wide outs on uh, both sides and then clear out to the outside. And then he even flanked his uh, re, uh, running back out there. And he just ran a quarterback draw and it was wide open underneath there. And uh, Harburg takes it in for the touchdown. And a nice little bit of acting by Harburg as well. Just a quick little three-step drop, that yep. little hop, and off you go. So now Hoagland will try to add the extra point and put the Stars up 17 to nothing. 14 quick points here. As the snap is down, the kick is up. I guess I was being a little bit presumptive, but with Spencer Hoagland kicking, I can be presumptive. The extra point is good. 17 to nothing. Carney Catholic with the lead as they've scored two touchdowns. They've scored 14 points in the last minute 20 seconds. Once again, 17 to nothing. We'll be back with the kickoff right after this timeout. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. Spencer Hoagland with the kickoff here. He'll send it uh, deep into the end zone. That one may burn up on re-entry. <laughs> and it is 17-0 Carney Catholic as they are really kind of getting things uh, moving forward here. And don't forget uh, Carney Catholic. And, again, I don't know. I, I Let's just say it's a HIPAA violation if I were to say who the two young men were that uh, are uh, kind of held out at tonight's game for Carney Catholic because of uh, the COVID concerns that they had. Now, again, they have not been tested for it. They have a sibling that has it. Um, they went through and, and uh, decided with all the protocols that Carney Catholic could play tonight. But those two young men are not available. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. Quick little handoff right up the middle to the uh, running back for Minden. And there's just really no room to run at all there for Gage Freeze. No. Up front, they did a good job of holding everything up. Then Marvin and uh, Tate were right in there for uh, Carney Catholic to come in there and, and uh, stop them from gaining anything out of that. After two interceptions, uh, Whippet's not going to be overly pass-happy here. They kind of just want to lick their wounds and get into the locker room, and they'll hand the ball off to Freeze again on that right side, just right up the middle, and Carney Catholic will grab some jersey there, but he'll gain about eight yards as he pulls that pile forward. And... That is the end of the first half. Carney Catholic will head to the locker room with a 17 to nothing lead as they've scored two touchdowns in the final two and a half minutes of the first half. Again, 17 to nothing. Carney Catholic has a lead here in Minden. We're going to step away for a moment when we come back. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on First, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. And welcome back here at Dominion, where Carney Catholic leads the Whippets by a score of 17 to nothing. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Let's uh, continue giving you some of the scores that we have from around the area. In Class C2, uh, Gibbon is trailing Grand Island Central Catholic 22 to nothing. That game's in the second quarter. Also in the second, Sandy Creek over Superior 7 to 6. They're in the second. Over on KICS Radio Sutton, the Mustangs have a 14 to 3 lead at St. Cecilia. Again, that's over on KICS Radio. And now in some eight man action in Class D1, Southern Valley this afternoon with a 52 nothing, excuse me, 52 22 win. Over Alma at halftime, uh, Amherst is leading Anselmo Myrna 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Bertrand and Highline are tied at 12. Elm Creek has a 14 to nothing lead in Arapahoe. Ravenna right now trailing Arcadia Loop City 20 to 12, and that game is over on Power 99. Again, Arcadia Loop City, the Rebels, with a 20 to 12 lead over Ravenna in. Uh, our action over on Power 99. In Class D2, in the second quarter, Brady is leading Axtell 24-20. Brooding Davenport-Shickley with a 14-8 lead over Blue Hill. That game is in the second quarter. Also in the second, the Giltner Hornets with an 8-6 lead over Nebraska Lutheran. A game played this afternoon. Loomis had no problem with Maywood Hay Center. 68-6, the final there. Madison Valley leading Overton 22-0 in the second quarter, and uh, no report yet between Sandhills Valley and Pleasanton. In uh, six-man action, Wilcox-Hildreth had to kind of scramble to find a game for their homecoming. Well, they found Santee to come to town, and this afternoon 
The Falcons with a win over Santee by a score of 48-27. to In the second quarter, McCool Junction with a 47-6 lead at Heartland Lutheran. That game is in the second quarter. Uh, Stewart this afternoon with a 62-6 win over Elba and SEM over Silver Lake, 61-15 to again. That is in six-man action. And we'll repeat some of our other scores that we mentioned to you Late in the second quarter, Bellevue West with a 28-7 lead over Kearney High as they've now scored 28 straight points in that game. So is Omaha Westside. They've scored the only 28 points scored tonight so far in Grand Island. That game also in the second quarter. In Class B, Grand Island Northwest and Scotts Bluff, no report. Lexington is trailing in McCook, 7 to nothing. That game's in the second quarter. Over on KGS Radio, top-ranked Hastings has a 6 nothing lead over Seward. They're in the second quarter. And also late in the second, it's Aurora over York, 13 to nothing. In Class C1, Central City leads at Columbus Lakeview, 22 to nothing. St. Paul with a 35 nothing lead over Fillmore Central in the second. Also in the second, Kozad at home, leading Holdridge, 20 to nothing. Right here, Carney Catholic with a 17 nothing lead over Minden. In the second quarter, Adams Central with a 21 nothing lead over the Silverbacks of Wood River Shelton. And Gothenburg is leading Ogallala 7 to nothing. That game also in the second. In uh, Class C2, Grand Island Central Catholic 22 nothing lead in Gibbon. Superior is trailing at Sandy Creek 7 to 6 in the second. Also in the second, it's setting 14 to 3 now against St. Cecilia on KICS Radio. And that is uh, all the scores that we have for you. Don't forget a lot more coming up on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. And a reminder for you, if you're at a different game, we'd love to add your score to our list of scores on our live football scoreboard at plantriverpreps.com. Call or text us at area code 308-646-0506. Again, that's 308-646-0506. We'll add your score to our scoreboard and all of uh, that postgame show and the Friday Night Scoreboard Show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. As we mentioned, 17 to nothing. Carney Catholic has a lead here in Minden. We'll step away for a moment, and we will give you our halftime statistics when we continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And welcome back here to Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We're here at uh, Cooper Field in Minden. 17-0, Kearney Catholic has the lead. But, boy, they, uh, they, they added on to that lead late. Uh, they got their, their first drive of the game. They got points on the board as they had three first downs. And with 10-28 to go in the first quarter, Spencer Hoagland hit a nice 39-yard field goal to put Kearney Catholic on top, 3-0. Kearney Catholic's offense sputtered. Uh, quite a bit, and quite frankly, so did Minden's as well. But with 2.32 to go in the second quarter, uh, Riley Greaser hit a fi- uh, carried it from five yards out. That made it 10 to nothing. After a interception by uh, Austin Christner gave Carney Catholic the short field with 43 seconds to go before halftime, Heinrich Hartberg on a quarterback draw right up the middle, 37 yards for the touchdown. Extra point was good. So Carney Catholic scored two touchdowns in the span of uh, a minute and 50 seconds or so, and Carney Catholic now on top of this game, 17 to nothing. Statistically, for Minden, two rushes here for the quarterback, Braden Bates, for four yards. Gage Freeze has carried the ball 11 times for 16 yards, so that's 13 carries for um, uh, about 20 yards here for Minden. And in the air, Bates is three of seven in the air for 21 yards, but also has two interceptions. Hunter Heath has uh, caught three balls for 21 yards, uh, caught all three balls here. So 21 yards in the air, 41 yards, this could be 20 yards on the ground. So 41 yards of total offense here from Minden in the first half. Meanwhile, for Carney Catholic, uh, Heinrich Harburg throwing the football is 6 of 11 for 32 yards. Uh, Garrett Schmoderer. One catch for no yards. Austin Christner, one catch for six. Brett Mahoney caught two balls in that first drive for 16 yards. Logan O'Brien, one catch for three yards. And Riley Greaser, one catch for seven yards. Greaser, the leading rusher here. He's carried the ball 17 times for uh, 82 yards. He does have a touchdown. And then Heinrich Harburg, his last carry was 37 yards and a score. So he carries the ball seven times for 66 yards. So 24 rushes for 148 yards on the ground here for Carney Catholic and throw in another 32 yards in, uh, on the, uh, in the air. So uh, 180 yards of total offense for Carney Catholic to uh, 41 here for Minden in the first half. And the Stars have a 17-0 lead. And, and really the, the scoreboard kind of looks like the domination. But, yeah. yeah, it wasn't until the final two and a half minutes uh, of the, the first half before Carney Catholic could feel comfortable at all. Right. And, you know, it's one of those games that you – as a coach, you're going, man, we're just we're at, we're we're, we're kind of outplaying these guys, but yet we're not getting any points on the board and stuff. And 
And, uh, you know, give credit to Minden. You know, they didn't bend and break out, out of some things. You know, Carney Catholic, that first drive, you know, moved the football down the field. And uh, they, they just kind of held their own and made them kick, kick a field goal out of that situation. Uh, the second series that Carney Catholic had, they, they stuffed them in there. But, uh, you know, then they got the, you know, when they went for it, Carney Catholic did on that fourth and two. And it kind of was, you know, we kind of talked about that, you know, it was one of those situations where you go for it, but yet if you hold them, you're going to get the ball back around the 30, 35 yard line. And they did that. Did Carney Catholic punch that one in and then bang right away again, they got the football back and uh, great call. And that's what people are you know, going down through the crowd there. Um, they're going, man, that was a really good call. You know, having the guys out there in Harburg going right up the middle out of that and for a 37 or 38 yard touchdown. Run. Well, you get Harburg in space. That's a recipe for success. Yep. yep. And, uh, that's, that's not easy to do all the time, but coaching staff for Carney County did come up with a brilliant call on that quarterback drive and the stars have a 17 to nothing lead. We'll continue with more of the Ravenna sanitation halftime report right after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Liskey, Liskey and Ends Law Firm in Minden wish all the area athletes good luck. Feel better about your case with a skilled attorney on your side. With over 50 years of combined legal experience, our attorneys offer solid legal representation. They can represent you in many areas, estate planning, criminal, personal injury, family and business law, and civil litigation. With our firm, you are assured of receiving the personalized attention you need. Contact Liskey, Liskey and Ends in Minden at 308-832-20. Ryan Redinger would like to wish all of the Kearney area athletes good luck in their competition this week. As the owner of O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home, Ryan knows that everyone's game of life comes to an end someday, and he wants you to know that he and his staff are here to create healing moments for you and your loved ones. The staff at O'Brien Stratman Redinger Funeral Home knows a loving event celebrates the choices they made, the relationship you shared, and honors their memory. Give them a call today at 308-234-3500. FOMO. Noun. Anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere. Well, you can forget FOMO now with PlatteRiverPreps.com. Thanks in part to sponsors like Flooring Chiropractic, Platte River Preps is where the exciting and interesting happen. Schedules for your favorite high school teams, coaches' interviews, game broadcasts and podcasts, even a photo or two. Follow the best in central Nebraska at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Don't forget that Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners and listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's all brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. And uh, Coach Lease, you can kind of put on your uh, cross-country coaching hat here and uh, kind of get into the final throws of the season for you guys. It is. You know, you got UNK on Monday. Uh, it's like I tell, told the kids, you know, th- those first few meets are kind of warm-ups to these meets that are really uh, kind of down the stretch here. You know, UNK, you get to see a lot of teams that's going to be in your district. Um, and then we got conference the next week, and then it's then it's districts. Um, so, 
Now, are they running that at the country club? Yep. You know, so, obviously, that's a very popular meet for right. a lot of teams because you get to run on the state course. Yep, exactly. And that's why a lot of them do come, uh, you know, is because they get to run on the state course. In case you, you know, happen to make it down there to state, you you kind of get the feel of that course and stuff. And uh, But, yeah, this, you know, we got some some pretty good little, good good runners this year and stuff. You know, it's uh, one of those situations. Grace Oberg uh, kind of got the... You know, who's been, you know, making it to state the last few years and stuff, but um, she's got the, you know, strep throat about two weeks ago and just hasn't quite shook it, you know, and stuff. And finally, this last week, she kind of felt a lot better and stuff. So she's back to running a little bit uh, better for us. And, um, you know, the uh, boys team, we got, you know, Jake and uh, Joseph leading the way. Um, but, uh, you know, we got a lot of good little runners after that and stuff. So it's, it's kind of an exciting time of the year. This is the time of the year I, I really enjoy. Um, competition's really strong, you know, with uh, at UNK, and then you go to, right into conference, and you got district, so the competition is really, really strong, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun this time of year. That's what all that practice is for, so right. you can do it this time of year. Yep. Once again, our halftime score is 17 to nothing. Carney Catholic has a lead here in Minden. We'll step away, and, and uh, the Stars will kick it off to the Whippets when we return right after this. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area athletes good luck in their competition. Stop into Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad Messersmith and Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913 or stop in their Elm Creek office at 121 North Tyler Street. Are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need a redline high-speed internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has roots deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company. And welcome back here to Minden. Again, a 17-0 lead here for uh, Carney Catholic, and you have been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. As we mentioned, a beautiful night for football. At about 77 degrees to kick off, and it's uh, cooling down, which is good considering you know, I wasn't smart enough to wear shorts like you did. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't want to be nitpicky here, but I'm getting kind of hot. Right. <laughs> but that breeze, and it's starting to blow into our, the press box here a little bit, and that's that's, that's welcome. Nice. That's <laughs> welcome. We're yep. Down to 72. And, it, I mean, it's, right. it's, I just love this time of year. It is. You it's know, football awesome. starts to mean something a little bit more. They start district action next week. Now, again, the game against Adams Central uh, coming up in a few weeks is not a district game. game. Uh, but other than that, starting with Broken Bow next week, uh, you take care of your own business. Right. You know, yep. you, you go undefeated in your district, doesn't matter what you did in any of those non-district games. Right. Yep. Now, you, you get into that, then wildcard points become tiebreakers, and right. then that other stuff matters. <laughs> yep. But you, it's I, I like the way the state has done it because you get to take care of your own business. Right. Yep. Back in the early 20s when we were playing football, we played for district titles and never played three-quarters of the teams in our district. Right. Yep, you're exactly right. <laughs> there was only eight districts in the state, too, and that was a little different as well. Right. 
Yep. All right, Hoagland set to tee this one off as uh, Carney Catholic a little flourish at the end of the first half to go up top here, 17 to nothing. Scored two touchdowns in the final two and a half minutes. And, of course, Carney Catholic without the services of a couple of uh, starters because of uh, exposure. They don't have it but uh, that we know of, but exposure to COVID-19. So Hoagland will kick off here. And that will be the 10th touchback of the season, his third of the game. Excuse me, fourth of the game. game yeah. yeah, he's four for four. Going both directions. It don't matter. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it don't matter. And that's just, you know, we've mentioned it before. It's just a good weapon to have. And, uh, the, the, you know, you get that ball. They, only, they don't have an opportunity to return it. Uh, they get the ball at the 20-yard line, and it's just a nice weapon. Now, as freshman, I bribed my, all the assistant coaches with pizza in order to be on the kickoff team. And I would have loved to have somebody that just <laughs> put that in the end zone so I don't have to worry about getting hit. Right. <laughs> yep. Ran into Tim Peterson yet, and I don't think I've still landed. <laughs> First and 10 from the 20. And so Braden Bates will call it out. They'll be out of the pistol formation, and he'll roll out after faking the handoff, throw it in underneath, trying to get it to his tight end, and can't make the connection here to Colby Teal, and it falls incomplete. Yep, he's going out to that outside. It's good, good uh, defensive by Carney Catholic. He just uh, kind of let it out there. If, if his receiver can get that ball, it's going to be a nice catch from stuff. But, uh, you know, Carney Catholic had good, good uh, defensive on that one. And that was a good scheme, too. I, yep. I like that play. Uh, yep. There's just a lot of options that you can kind of run off of right. that. I don't know how many of those are read options, but, uh, you know, just that little dump pass and just the tight end. I mean, right. you're going to yep. gain something. Right. Yep. And if it's not there, you can tuck it and go if, it, if that's an option off there, too, and stuff. So Yeah, we got a stoppage here. As I think they're saying, there's more time on the clock. Only three seconds went off the clock on that play. I mean, I, that's the only thing I can guess because uh, the uh, Minden coaching staff is looking toward the press box. Oh, okay. Somebody's got some headlights on. They're going to kind of interfere with, uh, with things. We don't have a lot of exposure to headlights here, but I think behind us there's somebody some that has the lights on. So they're making the announcement to have somebody turn their headlights off that technically isn't in the stadium. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, you know, that's a good job by the officials. It is. It is. You know, oh, if you're driving in sure. that street behind us, you know, that's one thing. But, right. you know, you're moving. But if you're sitting there stagnant, it can kind of be in the way. Yep. Well, Omaha West Side's added on against uh, Grand Island. They're in the second quarter in West Side now with a 42 nothing lead at Grand Island. And they're at halftime. Bellevue West leading Kearney High 28-7. to Got the light straightened out here, so second and 10 for the Whippets from the 20-yard line. And Bates will roll out to his left. He'll tuck it. He pitches it late, and a nice pitch. He'll get it out to uh, Gage Freeze, and Freeze will have a nice gain on the play of about nine yards. That was an awkward-looking pitch, yeah. but effective. Right. Yep. He, he pitched it right at the last minute, uh, you know, going to this left side out of that. Uh, both Carney Catholic guys came up at him. Gave it out there to him. It's going to be third and short here for Minden. I don't think it was forward, but it certainly was lateral. Yeah. It wasn't backwards. And a quick little hitter right up the middle for Freeze, and they'll just push that pile forward, and that'll be a nice gain of about three on the play. They come out of that huddle so quick, yeah. and uh, they know what they're going to do. And they, before Carney Catholic can get set, they just bulldoze forward for a gain of three. Yep, that's exactly what they did. And, you know, they just get right up there, came firing out of that huddle and just came right up there. Handed it right off the middle and, and uh, picked up the first down. 
So it'll be first and 10 from the 32-yard line. Another first down here for the Whippets. Just their third of the game, but a nice gain here for Freeze. And now looking to throw is going to be Bates. Bates throws on that right side. He makes the connection uh, on that right wing over there to Ryan Johnson. His first catch of the night. But Johnson, uh, that that hole closed pretty quickly. He made the catch, but he gained maybe two laces worth. We'll put none on our... (laughs) On yeah. our stat sheet here. On that outside, on that, that time, you know, you had, uh, you know, coming up from his safety position, you know, coming up in there and it's Mahoney. Uh, but uh, on this outside was Samson David right there once he made the catch. So nice job by those two young men, both uh, Mahoney and David on the tackle. No gain on the play. They're going to run the option to the left. Quarterback's going to keep it, and he'll be smacked down after a gain of about two and, uh, boy, there was some hostile intent there by Carney Catholic as they closed that hole. Tate Florell in on the tackle. So was Marvin Zuniga as well. Gain meh, two and a half on the play. Yep, just coming to this left side, ran a really you know, fast read option out of that, and then uh, he just tucks it up there and picks up what he can out of that. Uh, but like you said, Tate Florell and Marvin did a great job of coming up there and filling in that gap. Coward, won't even say the last name. <laughs> Third and seven. And they're going to run the option to the right, looking to throw, though, is Bates. Bates will make a little jump pass, and there's nothing but white jerseys there. A little infighting, and it falls incomplete. Well, Mahoney was trying to catch it. So was uh, Tate Florell and I think Samson David. Yep. All three of them met at the ball. I'm not so sure Austin Christner wasn't in there as well. Yep. There was nothing but white jersey. It falls incomplete, and Menden's fortunate to be able to punt. Yep. <laughs> and they all kind of looked at each other like, oh, man. But yep, When you tell me you were there. Right. <laughs> so Austin Christner will be back for the uh, punt, receive the punt on this one. There's no other company with him back there. So he'll be all by his lonesome, waiting for the pun here from Bates. Bates, little rugby, rolls out to the right, kicks it end over end. It's going to hit at about the 35-yard line, a high-bouncing kick. And uh, one of the whippets is trying to push one of the uh, blocking backs into the ball. There's a couple of flags down near the line of scrimmage. And the second one came late, did not see the first one, but there's two flags. The officials, whatever they saw, both of them saw it. He's a long ways away from the action. Yep. And maybe the white hat had to run a little closer before he could throw the flag and saw it earlier. But they're huddling up on that right side over there, and I got no guess of what that could be. We're about to find out, though. Nope, we're going to run to this other side, and then we're going to find out. Find out. Yep. <laughs> you had our attention over there, white hat. So they're going to mark the ball, and I think it's going to be against Carney Catholic. It's going to be a hold against Carney Catholic. And so that'll back up the end of that punt. I think that's post-possession. Yeah. Yeah. Had that been pre-possession, then that would have been a first down here for the Whippets. But they'll back him up 10 yards. So now the ball spotted at about the 19-yard line. So first and 10 from the 19 here for Carney Catholic. In their last two drives that they had at the end of the first half, both resulted in touchdowns. Here they'll hand the ball right up the middle. And then bouncing to the outside is going to be Greaser. And Greaser still going downfield. He is able to slip through there. He goes all the way from the 19 out to about the 37. 
and just kept tiptoeing down that line. I kept thinking, well, he's stepping out of yeah. bounds. Step. No, he <laughs> stayed on inbounds after a gain of about 18. Yep, just kept on bouncing it out and out there. You know, kind of took it up the middle and bounced it out to that outside there and just kept going and going and going. Nice run by Riley Greaser. So the first and 10 after a gain of 18. And now stack of receivers on the outside on both sides. Quick little handoff to Greaser up the middle, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be about it. At his feet there is Dylan Janda. Janda, good tackler. I mean, he we haven't called his name for a little while here, mm-hmm. but he's uh, he doesn't miss too many tackles, that's for sure. So if he has that opportunity, he's out there because he, he had Heinrich out there one, one-on-one one time and made that open field tackle. Yeah, he does a good job of wrapping people up. Probably a gain of about a half yard here. Heinrich Harburg will turn the shoulders. Now he'll just step back and throw, and it is incomplete. There was a collision there between Logan Miner and Evan Smith, and uh, the ball ended up being 10 yards away from everybody. Kind of somewhat, well, maybe they just got their feet tangled up. I don't yep. know. That's the call by the officials anyway as the ball is incomplete. Yep, as he's trying to hit Logan Miner going down that left side there. On that, he fakes that handoff and then tries to hit somebody some, somebody deep. You like to get that ball out there to Logan Miner and those guys try to make them, you know, get something going out of that. But uh, something, you know, either the, like you said, the feet got tangled or something down that way. Well, the offensive line kept that po- pocket clean. He's yeah. about five yards deep, took the snap, didn't drop back any. Just kind of turned the shoulders a little bit and then aired it out. So here he'll take the snap again. He'll step back a little bit and he'll dump the ball off to his running back. Reeser with a nice little spin move. And he'll get the ball out to about the 41-yard line. He'll gain four, and he got all four of those because of that spin. Yep, because he got that ball out to the outside, and then uh, the defender was right there. He made a little spin move, made one guy miss, and getting the ball up here, you know, picking up about four or five yards on the play, but it's going to bring fourth down for Carney Catholic. So it'll be fourth and about six here for the Stars. So their first drive of the second half goes for four yards. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they'll have to punt the football away. Spencer Hoagland, good kicker, and now putting here for Carney Catholic as well. A little bit of rush coming, and he'll kick it, and it'll be a fair catch at about the 25-yard line. So no return on that at all. Nice uh, fair catch there by Hunter Heath, and it'll be first and 10 here for the Whippets. Stars again scored with 2.32 to go before halftime to go up 10 to nothing, and then they forced a turnover and was able to punch it in again. About a minute and uh, 50 seconds later, so they scored two touchdowns in the last two and a half minutes. And as a result, they lead it here 17 to nothing. Yep, and just, uh, you know, two, you know, last drive didn't quite get anything going. Nice nice kick, though, to get this down here to the 25-yard line. Uh, you know, so Minden has a second possession here in the, in the, in the third quarter. They'll go out of that pistol formation. Bates calls it out. He'll uh, keep it himself after riding it out, and he'll slip off right through the middle. He'll be hit after a gain of about 10. He'll gain about 12 on the play. Great ball fake as he rode that ball into the belly of his running back freeze, and that kind of got everybody from Carney Catholic to suck up, and he ends up gaining about 12 on the play. Yeah, and especially the linebackers did. You know, He held it in there and held it in there, and they were coming at that freeze, and then he pulled it out and booted it out there to that right side, so... Good job of uh, you know carrying out that fake there. So 7:20 to go here, third quarter. Again, Carney Catholic up 17 to nothing, and splitting out here and throwing away some tape is going to be Ryan Johnson. He split out on the wide side of the field as they go out of the pistol, and now looking to throw again is going to be Bates. Bates throws it in underneath, and it is going to be caught 
Yeah, just inbounds. A sliding catch here by Hunter Heath. Yep. Hunter Heath did a good job coming out underneath there, under an underneath route out of that. Uh, Johnson went deep, and then he kind of runs an out route out of it, kind of right in, underneath him. And uh, he connected with him. Uh, Hunter Heath did a good job of sliding underneath that football and uh, catching the football for Minden. And that's using the whole field because he was barely inbounds yep. Yep. as he was sliding in there. So it'll be second and five after a nice little gain. Again, Bates out of the shotgun. And they'll hand the ball off to his running back, Freeze. And Freeze will be hit, and he'll shake off the first guy. But that really messed things up. And tracking it down is going to be Tate Florell. Gain maybe a yard. We'll call this now third and four. Yep, Logan O'Brien got in there to kind of make disrupt everything on that one. Him and Seth Moore did, uh, you know, and then Tate Florell's able to clean it up out there out of his middle linebacker shot. McCook now on top of Lexington, 21 to nothing. That game is at halftime, 28-7. Bell West has the ball, uh, has the lead, handoff right up the middle, and there's a bit of a scrum. I think the ball may have come loose. If it did, Bates was able to come back up with it. In any event, it's going to be a loss of about one yard on the play here for Minden. And since it's a fumble, we got to credit Bates with a loss of one on the play. They do recover it, but it's going to be a punting situation here for the Whippets. Just got up there real quick again to Minden and tried to get that handoff on there. And McCartney Catholic shot right through there and got a little hand on the football and uh, no gain for Minden out of that. Devil's advocate, I would not be shocked to see them fake it here. Right. You're only down 17 nothing. Ball is near midfield. Well, they didn't have, now they got their full complement. They got 11 players out there now. And Bates, your quarterback, will scramble to his right. He'll kick it as he will do that little rugby style, and it's bouncing around, and it'll be dead around the 30-yard line, give or take. We'll see where they spot it. And that's where Carney Catholic will set up shop. Yep, just that, like you said, a little rugby style out that. Uh, got the football or, you know, punted it out there to that right side. Just got it killed right there as far as bouncing in the air. And then one of his receivers out there got on it. But Carney Catholic start here at the 30-yard line for their second possession of the second half. Well, like I said, I wouldn't have been shocked had they gone for it. I mean, yep. if you're going to pull an upset, you're going to have to pull a rabbit out of your hat at right. some point. Yep. Yep. And then, and, then, and, and then your quarterback is your punter. Right. So there's a lot of things he can do with the football. Yep, exactly. First and 10 here for the Stars from the 30-yard line. Oh. And it's a bad snap. Harburg is able to pick it up. He's going to try to run with it. He'll stiff arm one guy and be knocked out of bounds at the 25. There'll be a loss of five on the play as that snap was a little high. And Harburg loses five but keeps the football. Yep. Just, uh, you know, off to his right and high out of that situation. And, um uh, you know, couldn't quite get there, and uh, he had to just do whatever he can to, you know, get uh, what he can out of that, and there's minus five yards on the play out of that for Carney Catholic. So clock stops here with 4.58 to go, third quarter. 17-0 stars. Randy Bushcutter, Don Lease, and our engineer, Grant Ty, back in the studios. Thanks for joining us here on KXPN. Carney, Minden, and Axtell. Harburg, long count. Hands off to Greaser. Greaser just trying to find some seam to run through. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, push the pile forward for a gain of one on his 20th carry of the night. Yep, going off that left side there, you know, for Carney Catholic, trying to pick up what he can out of that. Uh, Riley does a good job just keeping those feet driving. And, uh, you know, he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage, but keeps his feet driving and picks up a little bit on the play. 102 yards on the night, according to my numbers here. He does have that five-yard touchdown as well. Good work filling in 
here tonight for Cale Conrad. And they're looking over there. Well, we're kind of missing a quarterback anywhere near where the center's at. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're taking their time. Now Harburg will come, and to his right will be Greaser here. Two wideouts right, two wideouts left, right in the middle of the field. Harburg looking, and he'll throw a little wheel right out here for Greaser, and it's going to be incomplete. Yep. The greaser was uh, looking back maybe a little bit too much. Just run your route and then just look over your shoulder. shoulder. I think it slowed him down a little bit. The timing of that was off. Yep. And so that falls incomplete. You know, and they sent two guys deep and in out of that. Uh, Austin Krishner and uh, Logan O'Brien ran a kind of a deep in route. And then they swing a, you know, your back out on the backfield trying to get him down that sideline out of that. Uh, just didn't connect. Uh, so it's going to bring up fourth down here for Carney Catholic. Hunter Heath standing at about his own 34-yard line as Hoagland will drop back. And he'll await the uh, long snap at about the 13. And again, Carney Catholic about four yards between each offensive lineman here. High kick, and um, Heath is going to fair catch it at about the 28-yard line. Well, you want that. You want a little hang time, and you want uh, the fair catch so there's no return. Yep. Or you want the ball to hit and get a good roll out of it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Hunter Heath took care of the, that with a nice little catch. So... 3.58 to go, third quarter. Still plenty of time here for Minden. Yep. Down 17 nothing. And, again, it's not like they haven't – their stats aren't great, but they've got four first downs. They've, they've put together some some drives. Yep. They just need to kind of put one all together and then maybe hit a big chunk. Right. Right. Yep. And that's exactly what they need to do, like you said, Randy. You know, they, they, they've kind of nicked and picked and then stuff here, but they just haven't hit something big out of this yet. McCarney well, Catholic, number seven in the state. They, and this would be an upset if Mending can do it even on their home field. We'll hand the ball right up the middle here for Gage Freeze, and there is no way, there is nowhere for a freeze to run as the Carney Catholic D-line closed that door very quickly, leading the way was Dylan Murs. Yep. You know, when, you're, when your defensive front's doing a good job up front, those linebackers love that because then they can flow and they can do, do a lot of blitzing, which Carney Catholic does a lot of blitzing on a lot of situations and uh, being able to get in there, you know, Marvin and Tate and, and Logan and those guys can just flow through there. You run the dice a little bit when you, yep. when you blitz, but I always feel that offensive linemen in high school have trouble picking up the blitz. So time to throw here for Bates. Bates will throw it in the middle. It's going to be deflected. It is incomplete. I think it might have been tipped before it got to Hunter Heath, but after it hit Heath, it bounded in the air, and he couldn't find it, and neither could anybody with a gold hat. So it falls harmlessly to the turf. It is incomplete. Yep, trying to hit his receiver coming in on a slant on that one. Uh, Logan O'Brien on that back side was, had a beeline on the uh, quarterback off that situation, so he didn't have a whole lot of time to step into that pass and throw it. Third and 11, ball about the 28-yard line, 3-12 to go here. Third quarter, 17-0, stars on top, whippets with the football here at Cooper Field in Minden. And Bates looking to throw. Pressure coming. He gets hit. Ball's in the air. It's a fumble, and it looks like Carney Catholic. Oh, they had a great shot at it. The Whippets might have come up with it. As Jake Masker shows why he's not a receiver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had brothers that could handle the ball really well. <laughs> great hit there on the backside. And, uh, boy, I didn't see who that was. Yeah, was Logan that O'Brien. Was it Logan O'Brien? Yeah. I was about to say it looked like might be number 12, but he came in there so fast I couldn't even see a number. Yep, Logan O'Brien got him. So a big loss on the play, loss of about 11. And he was pretty close on the time before that one, but uh, got to him on this one. So 
punt situation for Minden. So Bates with a high snap. He'll have a short kick. That is going to be way short. Carnegie might want to get away from it as that punt is actually going to be only good for about two, maybe three yards as it's downed by one of the blockers, one of the personal protectors for the punter. Yeah. But that high snap threw the timing it off. Did. And just remember, that young man just got smacked pretty hard right. just a few seconds ago. Yep, trying and you know, trying to do you know if you if you're gonna do that you know what he's been doing the rugby style a little bit and then when you get a high punt or a high snap out of that it kind of throws everything off. Yep, the rhythm of that was way off. So Carney Campley catches a huge break with the short punt, as the ball will be spotted at the 27 yard line. That's a two yard punt. So Harburg will call out the uh, signals here, and he'll throw it in underneath. It's gonna be caught for the first down to Logan O'Brien. O'Brien just kind of sitting down right by the sticks on that other side, and he'll end up gaining. Well, they're not moving the sticks. They're going to give him nine and a half yards. Yeah, just, a, just a quick out on that outside over there. And, you know, and that's what, you know, Carney Catholic does every once in a while, too. Here they've been running the football quite a bit. Now they're kind of trying to get that, see if they can't get these receivers out there and uh, get them going. You get them one-on-one, uh, Carney Catholic likes those chances. They split out three guys about five yards, maybe seven yards apart on the right side and short side of the field. Is O'Brien, and they're looking that direction again. And uh, Miner, I sit, I meant to say, Miner makes the catch. He'll take it inside the 10-yard line. He'll be forced out of bounds. So Logan Miner makes the catch, and that will be enough for a Carney Catholic first down. Yeah. And it'll set up first and goal. And just a lone receiver on that outside, on the left side. They had three guys on the right side, and just a little out on that side. Uh, then Logan Miner picks up the first down out of that, so it's going to be first and goal here for Carney Catholic. Gain of about eight, so Miner two catches back-to-back for about 18 yards. Ball at the nine-yard line. Same formation here as Miner is all by himself on an island out on that left side. Harburg looking that direction again. And then he'll throw it in underneath. It's going to be caught, but there is a flag down. It's in the end zone for a touchdown, but there is a flag down where you would anticipate a hold. It's when, where, and how you see the hold call, and it is a hold call. Just right up the middle out of that uh, situation there. And that was really quick. The white hat threw that flag very, very quickly. Yep. Yep. So back up Carney Catholic here. Not like he has to convince us the call's right, but if you see that flag right away, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's seen something. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so those late ones that make you groan. Yeah. Yep. So I'll back him up 10 yards. Well, actually, actually back him up 12 yards. 12, yeah. Again, holding's a spot, spot foul. Yep. So that hold may very well have been on... Uh, the the running back blocking somebody that was coming through on a blitz. Yeah. So that explained the extra two yards there. So it'll be first and goal from the 21. Don't want to speculate, but I just speculated. Harburg will look to throw, and he's got a man on that right side diving for the football. Touchdown! Logan Miner makes the diving catch in the corner right there at the sticks. That was a great ball by Harburg. Yep, threw it, to, threw it to the outside of it, so it's only going to be caught either by Logan Miner or going to be incomplete. And Logan Miner did a good job of keeping his feet in bounds and, uh, you know, snagging that football for for Carney Catholic for the touchdown here. Well, that is one of those highlight plays, certainly because of the great catch, well thrown ball, yep. clean jersey for your quarterback. I mean, that was just well done by the entire Carney Catholic offense, and the coverage was good for yep. Minden. They were right there. Yep. 
Yep. He just put it in the right spot, right at right there where it was either going to be caught by Logan Miner or was uh, going to be incomplete. So he reeled it in, in traffic for the five points bank touchdown. Great catch there for Logan Miner. And uh, they straighten out something with the helmet here for Tate Florell. The official actually helped snap his helmet. So good snap, good hold. Spencer Hoagland with the kick. The extra point is good, and Carney Catholic has a 24 to nothing lead after a great pitch and throw from Harburg to Miner. Star is up now by 24. We're back right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. For over 60 years, R.W. Sorensen Construction in Kearney has been your number one contractor, designing, building, and general contractors. Sorensen Construction specializes in new construction, additions, and remodeling, both commercial and residential. Building Kearney and Central Nebraska is what they do. R.W. Sorensen Construction, your on-time contractor for over 60 years. Located at 2500 West 24th Street in Kearney, Sorensen Construction is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Welcome back here to the uh, broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing Repair. Hoagland will kick it off to about the five-yard line. So we'll return here for Minden and bringing the ball across the formation is going to be Ryan Johnson. And as a result, Johnson is going to be knocked down at about the 15-yard line. we got a late flag with a little bit of a scrum afterwards. And the folks wearing the silver hats and purple jerseys clapping their hands. So I think this might be against Carney Catholic. Yeah. The way they were re- reacting, like you said, Randy. Yeah, both the and Carney Catholic's backing up. So dead ball, unsportsmanlike conduct against Carney Catholic, and that'll be a 15-yard penalty. Well, you don't want to give them free yards. Right. Yep. So to push this ball up to almost the 35-yard line here for. Uh, well, and they had him pinned about 15. Yep. So. Should be out to. Yeah, they're going to move it out about 33, maybe the 18-yard line. So. Yep. Oh, there's always things to clean up. I don't think anybody's ever played a perfect football game. Exactly. Exactly. So. But that's one of those you just, you hate to see. see. 123 to go here, third quarter. 24-0. Carney Catholic with uh, 21 points in the last 12 minutes. Yep. Long count here. They're just going to pitch the ball to the running back. And Freeze is trying to get to the edge, and Carney Catholic says, nah, not going to happen. Tate Florell leading the uh, charge there. Also in on the action there is uh, Brett Mahoney. Yeah, coming up from his safety position out of that situation. Every once in a while, they kind of they kind of move Brett around when they bring some of the other guys in and, uh, and move him up into the linebacker position every once in a while, too. And uh, he was right there to help out on that position. Well, he's just there. a great athlete. You can do yep. a lot of things. Yep. You can do a lot of things with number 10. So freeze, no gain. Well, you know, we call it a gain of one. Again, that pistol formation, calling out the signals is going to be Bates. Bates is going to keep it himself, runs into one of his blockers. We'll try to flow off of that. He'll get about to the 40-yard uh, line. Not a bad little gain there, gain of about 
We'll call it five. It's going to set up now third and four. Yep, just, uh, you know, taking that ball and, you know, act like he's going to pitch it out there, and then he just kind of goes up the middle out of that, uh, you know, picks up what he can. So it's going to be third and manageable here for Minden. Tip your hat to that whip-it offensive line. They, yep. uh, they, they they opened a pretty good-sized hole there. Yep, they did a good job. And good line search. Yep, getting some push out of that. So third and four, Bates will have freeze to his right, looking to throw, and it's going to be complete in underneath. And actually, it's Carter Harson in at quarterback, and he delivers a strike. And that's going to be a gain of about five. Just a quick out on that situation. Carter Harson did a good job, of, you know, right in the spot, right at the down markers, and uh, picks up a first down here for Minden. And then he's got something going here right away. So a change at quarterback here for the Whippets. And Harson with the strike, and it's 24 nothing as we head to the fourth quarter. That was the final play of the third. Stars up 24 nothing here in Minden. We're back right after this. First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Welcome back to the broadcast booth, brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Minden, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing and Repair is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. So Carter Harson coming in and uh, has been able to uh, get something good going here for the Minden Whippets. Yep, just some quick outs and you know, little dicey, uh, you know, running the football. So first down for Minden here. Harson will pitch the ball on that left side here for Freeze, and Freeze, boy, he's going to lose a couple of yards. Carney Catholic, that team speed just kind of extended everything off to that left side, yep. and there's going to be a loss of about one. Yep, just kept on pushing everything to the outside, uh, and then, uh, you know, you got some linebackers that just love to flow out of that situation. Uh, so Carney Catholic stringing it out there and uh, losing one yard on the play for Minden. Carter Harson, uh, just a sophomore, 5'11", 160 pounds, and he must have been carrying some rocks in his pocket when he <laughs> weighed in at 160. But he's quick. He is. He gets the snap, quick little throw, and it's going to be deflected by Carney Catholic. It's going to be incomplete in the air to knock that one down is Logan O'Brien as he'll deflect that pass coming in on the blitz immediately. Yep. Yep, they had their hands up and, uh, you know, you know, getting their hands on uh, on the football. Logan O'Brien, again, he's the one that made the sack uh, and caused the fumble. Minden got on in the last possession, but uh, this time he got his hands up and knocked, a, knocked the ball down. And Harson was quick enough to get it off, so it wasn't a sack, yep. but O'Brien was able to swat it away. So it'll be third and 11 with 11-18 to go here. And, and right now, if you're Minden, you're not necessarily thinking of coming back and winning this one, but you want to build some momentum. Right. Yep. You want to get things going in the right direction. You can't dream of the impossible until you get points on the board. Harson fakes the handoff, throws it on this right side. It's going to be incomplete. Nope, off the helmet and intercepted by Carney Catholic. 
went through the hands of the intended receiver, a good ball, but then Carney Catholic, after it went off the helmet, was able to come up with a football, and that will be the third interception of the game here for the Stars. Yep, Tate Florell was one of them that you know, came up with the interception out of that situation. Randy coming over here out of his linebacker position because that ball got tipped up in the air off the helmet, and uh, Tate was right there to make that, and Carney Catholic going to get the football right here at the 45. Mahoney with good coverage yep. to uh, make sure that that wasn't caught, and then it went off for the intended receiver for Minden, and then Florell was able to kind of just clean things up. Yep. So, again, Carney Catholic with good field position. They've got it first and 10 from the 45. They're on the right side of the 50-yard line from their perspective. Hartberg's going to roll out. There's a flag down, and he'll bounce to the outside, just pushes somebody down with a good solid stiff arm, gains eight, but he ain't going to be able to keep it. That's going to be a hold here on Carney Catholic, I'm assuming. Yep, I think so, where the white hat kind of threw the through the flag. And, the, and if they mark it from there, that's going to be a loss of about 16. Yep. So yep. set up first and 26 or maybe even 27. That is a hold. Yep. And they're actually going to mark it from the 50, so that'll be only a 14-yard penalty. Yep. <laughs> so the white hat says, well, that's where the flag landed, but I was aiming for over there. Right there, yep. So push Carney Catholic back now, and uh, so now they're back at the 40. They got to cross midfield and get all the way out to about 36. Mm-hmm. Break out the abacus, man. I, don't yeah. know. <laughs> I was told there would be no math. Eleven oh one to go here, third quarter. We have added up 24 points here for Carney Catholic. Minden's was easier to come up with because it's nothing. They keep battling though. They do. They do. I do love how hard this football team plays. Taking the snap is Harburg. Harburg's going to roll to his right. Pursued on the backside. Try not run the defender. Throws and is able to make the catch. Florell's got it for a first down. And more. He gets down the 30-yard line. They're going to say he stepped out at the 28. So that'll be a gain of 32 yards. Nice little, again, Harburg throws a real pretty ball on the rollout. Yeah. He yeah. throws the ball really well running with it and he can extend that time you know and let those guys you know at times you know come back for the ball or go out or you know move around and he does a good job of doing that too florell's first catch of the season good for a first down and 32 yard gain and they're just gonna hand the ball to greaser greaser a little spin move cuts back to the inside and he'll take it inside the uh 20 yard line so that is close to a first down. That's a gain of about nine here for Greaser. Yep, just going you know, straight ahead out of that. We got good line surge up front. The good lineman did a really good job getting a hat on everybody, and, and Riley was able to find that hole and uh, pick up a good chunk of yards for her for, for a, sec- a first-down carry. Carney Catholic got to the line quickly, but now they slow things down here just a little bit. Now they get to snap to Harburg. Harburg, quick little slant for Mahoney. Mahoney. Makes one guy miss, and he'll take it down to about the 14-yard line. That'll be a gain of six, and the 15th first down of the game here for Carney Catholic. Yep, just a quick quick slant in on that play. A good high target for uh, Mahoney is uh, for Harburg, and uh, he connects with him, and Mahoney uh, get, picks up the first down for Carney Catholic. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the receivers for Carney Catholic dropping balls, and they, we, we've seen a lot of drops. We haven't seen any today. Harburg's yep. going to keep it on the boot. He's going to get to the outside, down the sideline, puts his head down, Drives toward the goal line and in for the touchdown. He was driving to the sticks to get the first down and just put his head down the last five yards and said, catch me if you can, and they could not. A 20-yard burst for Heinrich Harburg, his second rushing touchdown of the night. 
Yep. Just uh, you know, booting that out to that outside on that right side there. It got good good block out there. I think uh, Jaden Sires out there and uh, Brett Mahoney was out there. And like you said, about the five-yard line, he just put his head down and just uh, took it on into the end zone for Carney Catholic. So the Stars with another touchdown. This one coming in the fourth quarter. They're up 30 to nothing. Hoagland will try to add to it. The kick is up into the darkness, and it is good. So 31 nothing, Carney Catholic with 9.51 to go here in the fourth quarter. We'll return to Minden right after this. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new Rapid Care Clinic. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Well, Hoagland will kick off here and uh, try to have his 11th touchback of the season. They'll lead at 31 nothing does Carney Catholic and Don, we were talking off the air. There's still a lot of want to here from Minden. These kids are still yep. playing hard. And they are, you know. They're still going at it, uh, you know, trying to do whatever they can out of here. And they got a lot of heart out here in, in Minden. And uh, Spencer Oakland will have the ball hit at about the two-yard line, bounce up high, and will roll into the end zone. And, uh, you know, you're playing with dice there a little bit, Hunter Heath. Right. Because that took a high bounce and yep. didn't go forward a lot, and then it started to. So. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so Minden will start here at the 20-yard line. Uh, see if a little, little backspin on that could really yeah, cause some major problems major, yep. for you. I'm not so sure Spencer Oakland couldn't do that. Right, yeah. He does everything else when he kicks a football. Yep. First and 10 from the 20. Stars have had some good kickers over the years. I, yes, they I, don't, have. I don't know what's in the water. Carter Harrison back in there at the... Three, yep. Yep, yep. Harson is under center. You go with the I formation, three running backs behind him, and the trail running back is Freeze. And Freeze just power football up the middle, and he'll power forward for only about one yard. Carney Catholic was able to dig a trench there and just have all these bodies fall into it. Just make a pile, boys. Right. Make a pile. Yep, yep. That's exactly what those defensive linemen did. They held their own right there. And uh, Elias Alt was one of them that was uh, down there making that pile in Easton Mannery. So yep. second line, uh, second tier line for Carney Catholic does a real nice job there. Gain yep. of only one on the play. As they make some substitutions, says Carney Catholic. Harson looking to throw, throws it in underneath. Pass is going to be complete right over the middle there by Teal. And Dane Teal is going to bring it out to the 31-yard line. That'll be a gain of about 11 on the play. That's a nice little strike. Yep. Tied, the tight end out of that situation just ran a little uh, you know, in route off that, Randy. They got, linebackers were blitzing, so it was a perfect route to, for him to have coming right, right down the middle out of that. Picks up the first down for Minden. So Dane Teal will get another first down here for the Minden Whippets, their sixth of the game. And they've got the sticks moved. 
The chain gang moving the chains, just like Connie Towing Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Again, there go two tight ends, I formation, and a timeout here for Minden. 8.38 to go here in the football game. 31-0 Kearney Catholic, timeout Minden, brought to you by ENC, ENT Positions at Kearney. We're back after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Update some scores for you. Bellevue West leading Kearney High, 35-14 in the third. At halftime, Westside over Grand Island, 42 to nothing. So we'll have a running clock there. In uh, Class B, the number one team, Hastings, has a 35-0 lead over Seward over on KHAS Radio. So they'll have a running clock in the fourth quarter. Uh, St. Paul, 56-0 over Fillmore Central. That's got to be wrapping up shortly. Central City, 43-0 over Columbus Lakeview. And Adams Central, 45-0 over Wood River Shelton. That game's at halftime. Quick little throw here by Harson is going to be off the mark. It falls incomplete, and it will be second and ten. Yep, that time he, Garrett Smotter was covering on that for Kearney Catholic, too. you got some, you know, it's nice to see, you know, some of the second group uh, for Kearney Catholic. Got a few, few first guys out there still, but uh, it's nice to see him get those other guys in there. They practice hard, and they want to get out there and play some football also. Well, and you got you got to build, like, today's uh, game is a great example of that. At the last minute, you found out that a couple of young men can't yep. play because they've been exposed potentially, potentially, to COVID, so... As a matter of safety, we're going to keep them from playing tonight. And yep. so on the bus, you got to figure out who's playing where. Right. You know, yep. so you got to have some experience in there somewhere. Under center here is going to be Carter Harson. Harson will hand the ball off, and it will go to Freeze right up the middle. Freeze will back in after being spun around. And making the tackle here is going to be Aaron O'Brien. O'Brien will make the tackle after a gain of about a yard. And he'll set up now third and nine. Yep, just trying to take that up, you know, up the middle out of that. Uh, he bounced off a couple of guys, uh, you know, to pick up what he could out of that. But uh, good job, you know, with the linebackers and everybody else flowing to the football for Carney Catholic. Well, the Stars have done a good job not giving up chunk plays. Yep. Freeze has carried the ball 19 times today, and he has yet to have a gain more than nine yards. Mm-hmm. So no double-digit gains. So third and nine, and they're going to blow this one dead. As that's actually going to be a legal procedure. So that false start's going to back him up another five yards. So he'll make it now third and uh, 13 and a half, 14. I'm yep. going to round up. We'll call it 14. Yep, so pushed him back out of here. You look like they were, you know, on this last one before they got it going, they had, uh, you know, two guys out here on this outside to kind of run that underneath route again. Now they bring in uh, Johnson. That's one of their main receivers for Minden. So clock moving here, 3.47 to go before we wrap this one up. Carney Catholic in command here, 31 to nothing. It was 3 nothing late in the second quarter. And rolling out here is going to be Carter Harson. Harson will be hit behind the line of scrimmage. They can't quite finish the tackle. And now here comes a whole galaxy of stars yeah. after Cade Ullman was the first one there to really disrupt the timing of that. And then Harson tried to run back and make something happen, and he ends up getting sacked at about the 15-yard line. 
So that'll be a gain. That's going to be a loss of about eight on the play. And just there was good coverage downfield. He was looking downfield on this out route uh, and uh, had good coverage. Did Carney Catholic. Kate Ullman came off his guy and got in there. And then he got turned around and uh, he's looking on. Here comes about five more Carney Catholic guys. So Bates will come back in on fourth and a whole bunch. They need to get to the 42, and the punter is standing at the three-yard line, if that gives you any idea. And Bates with the kick that's going to be picked up right at midfield and dancing down the sideline for Carney Catholic is going to be Christner, and Christner across the 35, down to near the 30. We'll see where they spot it. He might have been able to kind of keep his foot in bounds after he got hit and gain a little bit more because the ball right now is about the 25-yard line. They're going to mark him short of that. I think it's going to be the other official that marks it, right? Yep, I think Yep, about the 29. Yeah, about the 29-yard line. So, and, and, oh. and we do have a injured player on the sideline here for Minden. And I don't see what the injury is. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting back to Game of Life with a location near you. It's on that near sideline. And they're attending to a whippet player. We'll step away for a moment. 6.45 to go here. Fourth quarter, 31-0. Carney Catholic with the lead and the football. We come back after this. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more well our apologies folks we uh, we had a little stoppage here for an injury but we cannot even see a body laying on the field because it's on the near sideline here and the uh, players you know, standing up you, you can't see anybody down there so i think maybe everything's okay yep yeah the coaching staff is acting like everything's all right they might even call the timeout and in any event we do have a stoppage and now both both teams are coming back out yeah you know, when you take a knee like that, that always tells me, yep, somebody's hurt. Hurt, yep. yep. And by the way, well-conditioned on that deal was Menden. I mean, they did that right away. Right. And in unison. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Which is a very respectful thing to right. do. Yep. So ball will be spotted at the 29-yard line here, and we'll see what kind of changes we have up front. Uh, some changes on the offensive line here for Carney Catholic. Some of their skill players. I just did the air quote finger thing here. Right. They're still out there. As Harburg waiting to snap. Greaser will be to his left. And they're taking their time here as the clock is stuck at uh, 645. So they'll move. Greaser behind Harburg. Harburg will pitch it to Greaser on this left side. He'll put out a little stiff arm, break one tackle from Teal. He'll bring it back to the line of scrimmage, and he's not going to get a whole lot more there. Colby Teal, from his defensive end position, really kind of blew that play up, even though he didn't make the tackle. Be a gain of only about one on the play. And that's pretty good running by Greaser just to get back to the line of scrimmage. It was, because Colby Teal, like you said, came right in there, and uh, he could have had him for about four or five yards to end uh, Riley did a good job of stiff-arming him and spinning off and getting up to the line of scrimmage out of that and gaining just a little bit for him. So good job by Riley. We'll call it a gain of one, but that might be a bit generous. Right. 
clock moving here with 6.06 to go. And if you're Carney Catholic, you don't mind milking it here just a little bit. Stars make a change at running back. Uh, Tyson Rediger is now the running back behind Harburg. Harburg calls it out, and he'll throw it in underneath to O'Brien. O'Brien on a screen, goes right up the middle, finds a little seam, breaks one tackle, and, boy, almost kept his balance. He's down about the 14-yard line. That is a gain of 14 on that wide receiver sp- little slip screen. Yep. Had, had some good blocking out here, and, uh, you know, got in underneath there, and uh, it's going to be first down here for Carney Cath, about the 14, 15-yard line, but nice little run by uh, – Logan O'Brien. So first and 10 from the 14 here for Carney Catholic. That's their unofficially 16th first down of the game. And Harburg will call it out again. Hand off to Redinger. Redinger right up the middle. He has room to run. He'll take it inside the 10-yard line. Gain of about four or five before that hole closed pretty quickly. And again, you're, you're a linebacker that... Uh, Packs a pretty good wallop, but only at 145 pounds, yeah. comes up there and makes the tackle, and that's uh, Lucas Epperson. Yep, Lucas Lucas is just a, one of those guys. Like I told you, Coach Calling was just telling me about him and how he he's just a, a heady football player. He'll get down on all fours every once in a while. He'll play linebacker sometimes. You just can't find him, and he he's right there to make a tackle. Man, if you find him, you can't block him. Right. Quick little slant on this left side. It's going to be incomplete as Harburg's pass is uh, incomplete. And again, the, the Stars have made some substitutions on their receivers on that outside. It was intended for Garrett Schmoderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Garrett and Jaden on this left side over here, and that's who he was trying to hit was uh, Schmoderer on a little out route on that. Just didn't quite connect with him. 12 of 20 passing in the game is Heinrich Harburg. He's had some big plays here in the second half, a 21-yarder, 32-yarder, 14-yarder. Harburg will hand the ball off to Redinger. Redinger has a seam. He'll break it across the five-yard line at about the three. That's where they'll mark him. It'll be a gain of about seven when they needed maybe six. Enough for the first down, that's for sure. Yep, the first and goal here for Carney Catholic. And just nice nice run by Tyson Redinger. He's a sophomore for Carney Catholic, uh, following those guys up front. And, uh, you know, made a nice little run out of that and gets down here first and goal for Carney Catholic. So clock moving here, 4.20 to go, 4.18. Harburg calling out the singles. His running back is Tyson Rediger to his right. He's waiting for the countdown here a little bit. All right, sees that, so he'll reconfigure his lineup here as Rediger is now to his left. Harburg going to keep it, and he's going to slip, trying to make the cut, and he's going to lose. Well, will see where they put that knee. It'll be a loss of one. Just trying to run a little option out of that uh, with uh, Tyson off this, and he was just going to tuck it up and go and slipped out of that. And uh, so it's going to be second down and goal here for Carney Catholic. Well, for Harburg, two of his last three runs before that one were touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And it certainly was within his range, but he slipped to the turf. You can kind of tell it's getting a little, little, dewy, little, out little dewy out there. Yep. You can kind of see the partic- precipitation in the air or moisture, which is an easier way to say. Yeah. <laughs> 3.25 to go, second and goal from the four. Harburg calls it out, Redinger to his left. Harburg looking to throw. He'll throw a slant. It's going to be caught for the touchdown. No, they dropped it. Didn't bring it all the way in. Nice throw, but Jaden Sire could not hold on to it. 
Just trying to run a quick quick slant out of that on that right side there. And uh, Harburg tried to hit the uh, receiver, and uh, it was one of those, uh, you know. And that's I good bet, coverage. Yep, it is good coverage right there. And, uh, he, uh, you know. I think Hunter Heath put a hand in there. Right, and to kind of get that stripped out of there. That wasn't really a drop. That was a good defensive play by Hunter Heath. And as uh, Harburg put it in a small window. Handoff right up the middle. Driving in there. Touchdown. Nice drive right up the middle by Tyson Redinger. And the sophomore has the touchdown. Yep. Just following those guys up front out of that situation right there. Gets football about the five-yard line, Randy, and just goes right ahead and, and drives his feet and, and go, gets into the touchdown. Nice hard run by Tyson. So 3.09 to go here in the fourth quarter, and Carney Catholic now will have a running clock as they lead it right now. 37 to nothing, 3.09 to go. Hoagland to try to add the extra point. Harburg, good hold off of a good snap and a good kick. Carney Catholic on top, 38 to nothing, 3.09 to go, fourth quarter. They'll kick it off when we return to Minden right after this. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Carney Catholic, a little exclamation point here with the uh, nice drive right up the middle. And, boy, you got to tip your hat to that offensive line for Carney Catholic. But coming in from uh, four yards out is Tyson Redinger to make it 38 to nothing. And now Spencer Hoagland, after that, adding the extra point, will now kick the ball deep. And it'll be picked up at about the two-yard line. On the return here is going to be Hunter Heath. Heath right up the middle. There's going to be a flag down. That looks like a hold. He'll get out to about the 21. But I bet about 10 yards of that is coming back. Mm-hmm. It looked like uh, you know, Hunter Heath you know, did a good job you know, going back into this wedge out of that situation. And uh, as he did, uh, you know, one of the guys you know, kind of got a little hand out there. So move, move Minden back just to 10 yards here. Yep. Arcadia Loop City with a 32-18 lead over Ravenna. That game's on Power 99 at the completion of the postgame of that one with Doug Duda and Rich Broderson. Uh, we'll have the Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. And a reminder for you, if you had a different game, love to add your score to our live football scoreboard at plantriverpreps.com. Call or text us at area code 308-646-0506. Don't do it when you're driving, please. Harson will hand the ball off to the tailback. And they'll get out to about the 11-yard line. And uh, they'll unstack things and... The ball was actually handed off. I knew it wasn't freeze. The ball was uh, carried by uh, Ryan Holstein. Holston, rather. Yep. And Holston is going to gain about two yards. Yep. Just trying to take that right up the middle out of that. 
and uh, there just wasn't anything there. You know, Carney Catholic did a good job up front. They got some newer new guys up yep. front too again. It's so little difference here. In at quarterback is Jake Ryan as well, and he'll pivot back out there, hand it off again. I think it's uh, Holston, and they're just going to try to snow plow their way forward. They'll gain maybe another yard. Yep. I think Tyson Redinger, who just ran it in, is in there on that tackle, too. <laughs> so he, he likes to play a little bit of defense, too, number 33. <laughs> so good job up front, too. You know, getting, rotating some people in every once in a while. You just see a couple more guys coming in, in and out. And it'll be third and seven. And they're going to go with that old Maryland eye, two fullbacks in front of Holston back there. They'll hand off to Holston on that left side. They'll cut back to the middle. Carney Catholic is able to close that up. He'll gain a yard, yard and a half. Uh, I think the first one there for Carney Catholic again was Redinger. Yep. <laughs> Say he doesn't mind getting his, dirt, his uh, jersey dirty, does he? Nope. He likes to get right in there. Tyson does a good, good job. You know, and, uh, <laughs> got some new guys coming in for both sides and stuff. It's kind of nice to see, you know, both sides just uh, going at it here. And, uh, yeah. Well, it looks like they're going to go for it. Why right. not? You're down right. 38 nothing in yep. a minute 14 with a running clock. So they're going to go again. Power formation here. Two tight ends, two fullbacks. Hand off to Holston. Holston stiff arms his lead blocker. Goes right up the middle. He's going to drive all the way across the 25-yard line down to about the 28. That'll be a gain of 12. Rumbling, bumbling, and yep. stumbling. <laughs> and just kept those feet of driving and everything, Randy, and uh, picks up the first down uh, for Minden out of that. That's really men in football that right is, there. I mean, was. that may not be one of your starters, but but he's got the spirit down. Right. Yep, exactly right. Final 40 seconds here is another first down here for the Whippets. And another handoff here for Holston. And, again, he's going to be running hard, and that pile is moving all the way out to about the 40-yard line. And you could put all 22 players inside of a shoebox. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not a shoebox, but – they ain't going to be very big. They're all together. Right. Yep. Just going right up the middle out of that. And uh, he just kept his feet driving. The line did a good job of keep pu- pushing forward and and uh, picks up another first down from Minden. They may or may not be able to get the snap off. In fact, it does not appear that they're going to be doing that. With that running clock, we're down to the final three seconds. They're not out of the huddle. So we are done with tonight's football contest. It is a final. Carney Catholic with a 38 to nothing win here over Minden. And, again, you do see the spirit of Minden, but Carney right. Catholic in that in the late stages of the second quarter on really played very good football. Yeah, they did, Randy. You know, they got a few things and, uh, you know, got things going. And uh, one of those situations where, uh, you know, a few things went their way on some stuff. And uh, one of those things that, uh, you know, with uh, about three minutes to go in the second quarter, Carney Catholic's one of those uh, scored. They went for it on fourth down, and but they were kind of going, okay, you know what? If we don't get the touchdown out of this fourth and goal, we'll make them punt uh, if we can hold them on some stuff. And so that was one of those things where they did that, did exactly that, and got the football and went in for the touchdown. Got a got an interception the next uh, possession for uh, Minden and um, took that one in for another touchdown. Did uh, did Carney Catholic to kind of get things going out of this situation right here. But it was three nothing with you know about three minutes to go in the in the second quarter. Both sides uh, kind of stagnant on offense and stuff. And uh, you know, Carney Catholic got things going right there at the end of the second half and uh, kind of carried it on over into the third and fourth quarters. Out of that, uh, got the ball moving and uh, got things rolling. Um, Harburg, uh, you know, used his legs tonight. 
uh, you threw the threw the football very well tonight, uh, and uh, coaches did a really good job of kind of getting things spread out for him, and uh, you know having him run the, you know some some draws and some uh, you know option plays and stuff like that to get him out in the open. You know, a, a guy that runs a you know ten eight uh, hundred meter dash, and uh, so you want to get him out there as much as you possibly can. They got the running game going tonight. Did Carney Catholic? Uh, Riley Greaser did a really good job of running the football. The offensive line up front did a good job of getting a hat on somebody, you know, and maybe sometimes not knocking somebody over, but, you know, walling them off and, uh, you know, letting Riley uh, pick some of the spots to run. And uh, so Riley really did a good job of running the football tonight, too. And, uh, you know, defensively, Carney Catholic was there. Like we mentioned once, uh, they didn't give up any big plays, uh, which they had given up against St. Paul and stuff. Um, different caliber of team, uh, you know, with St. Paul and Minden, but uh, liking to run the football, uh, you know, both teams do, and then doing some play-action passing and stuff, and they didn't give up any, you know, big plays out of this one uh, tonight. Um, so the defense really stepped up really, really well tonight uh, for Carney Catholic. Uh, so offensively, defensively, you know, it, it was a good, solid game for Carney Catholic tonight. Um, it was nice to see them bounce back. Um, uh, after the St. Paul game, and um, they wanted to do that uh, last week, but didn't get an opportunity to go up to Ogallala. So it was one of those things. You know, they were anxious to play tonight uh, and get after some things tonight, and uh, that's exactly what they did. So the Stars take care of business. Your final in this one, 38 to nothing. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. During the hectic harvest season, Aurora Cooperative's mobile app is here to keep you one step ahead. Our new mobile app features allow you to see real-time scale tickets, the current grain bids and balances, our loading and receiving hours, and offer you the ability to pay your bills through the app. Let us help you be more efficient this harvest season. Download the app today from your mobile app store and log in using your Aurora Cooperative account information. Reach out to Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for more questions. Tougher together, we know your roots. 
And welcome back here. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Kind enough to join us after a 38-0 win is Rashawn Harvey, head football coach at Carney Catholic. Good to be back on the field because we weren't. it wasn't a given that that was going to happen today. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, the first game in, what, 13, 14 days, whatever it is. So, uh Knocked off the rust early, and um, guys came together and, you know, handled some adversity today and, and came out and pitched a shutout. You know, I think we performed well in all three phases, you know, offense, defense, and special teams tonight. Yeah, uh, a good punting by Spencer Hoagland. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good thing to point out. Perfect on his uh, extra points and the field goal. Mm-hmm. That 39-yarder isn't a gimme. Right. And, uh, yeah, just really solid. And unofficially, I had you guys holding men and rushing for 101 yards total, and that includes 30 yards you know, late in the game mm-hmm. after you already had the running clock, so you really did well there. And uh, your your passing uh, defense forced three turnovers. You came up with three interceptions. Yeah, we definitely wanted to keep them out of third and short because when they run that overload scrum, we call it, man, they're highly effective with it. Uh, you know, and all the films that we had pretty effective tonight, you know, we held them to maybe three or four yards only when they ran that. But the key was keeping them out of third and shorts. Uh, the defense played, you know, with enthusiasm. Uh, they were fired up all night. Of course, we got Tate Florell, the, the wild man, running around like crazy out there. And uh, we just had a chip on our shoulder. You know, we all week we reminded the young men about the last time we came over here. We underestimated this team. You can't come over here and you can't give them an ounce of belief that they can beat you. And uh, we did a great job. Even our opening drive, even, even wasn't, it wasn't seven, but we put some points on the board. And that kind of, you know, set the tone for us. Yeah, but but again, you talk about how Minden does play you tough. You were still mm-hmm. up only 3 nothing right. with uh, – Two minutes and 33 seconds to go before halftime. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, again, they're going to play us tough. Just like you said, Jeb's, Hatch, and his staff, they do a great job in preparing for us. Their their kids never gave up. You know, and then we just had to kind of grind out some yards. I think they stopped us on a fourth and goal down here also. You know, we said that we could have kicked it, but we wanted to challenge our offensive line and and the quarterback. And, we, you know, we called a pass on it to see if we could make something happen. You know, because we were looking to get our mojo back. We're catching the ball also tonight. Yeah. yeah. And I think we got it back tonight. You know, we did a great job of catching the ball tonight. Well, the touchdown pass, great ball by Harburg. Right. Threw it in a very small window and a great mm-hmm. diving catch, keeping his feet inbounds uh, here by Logan Miner. Yeah, and that, on that drive, I think every ball went to Logan Miner. Yeah. You know, we, we talked about that at halftime. And uh, Logan did a great job adjusting. We called some routes on the fly, and uh, we did a great job that entire drive. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I, nice job for Riley Greaser coming mm-hmm. in, um, you know, playing in, in place of Kale Conrad mm-hmm. tonight. Finished with 112 yards. Yeah, he was he, when he knew he was going to play tonight and get majority of the carries, you know, we said, hey, now it's time to respond. This is our, our factor that we promote all the time. Uh, he responded well. You know, he had that, that ball he coughed up, but we were able to get back on. But outside of that, you know, he did a great job falling forward, taking care of the football. And the O-line did a pretty good job tonight. Menden gave us some different looks up front. And our O-line was, you know, they were asking to run the ball. And so, you know, we're trying to spread the wealth a little bit, make everybody happy, keep it in the air, and put it on the ground also. Well, when Riley scored his touchdown, I think the first ones that made the call was your offensive <laughs> line. <laughs> you, you know, that feels good as an offensive line when you see that happen. That's right. You know, when they want to run the ball, they feel confident. I mean, it's great to see that. Yeah. Uh, how important was it to have not just a, a win tonight, but really feel good about it after not playing last mm-hmm. week, Last time, you know, the, the fourth quarter didn't belong to you when you played St. Paul, right. but but the second half belonged to you tonight. You know, it felt real good. And the kids, you know, afterwards, they were – you can see the excitement on their face just to know that we were in that last game for three quarters and we didn't perform well in the fourth and we came out 
and performed well the majority of this game. Uh, it was exciting to see, encouraging to see, and now we just got to keep building off of this. Now we're 1-0 in the district. We got to keep handling our business in the district so we can keep moving forward and get opportunity to win a district championship. And another district game next week against Broken Bow came into action tonight 0-4. Mm-hmm. So uh, certainly it is your opponent as much next week as you guys trying to get better because down the road some big dogs. Right. And next week's a challenge anyway. It's homecoming. I don't know any high school football coach <laughs> that likes homecoming week in regards to football and practice. You know, it's a great opportunity for the kids, but we got to keep that focus during homecoming. We can't overlook Broken Bow. They're big up front. I mean, they're as big or bigger than St. Paul up front. So they got some size up there. Uh, but we should be able to handle those guys and um, stay in that ball game and hopefully come out with a win also. Hey, go again, Coach. Over. Thank you. Appreciate you coming to Stars. I appreciate the time, Rashawn. Rashawn Harvey, head football coach here for Carnegie Catholic. Stars win this one by a final of 38 to nothing. We'll step away for a moment, give you some stats, and continue with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery Post Game Show right after this. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Welcome back here to uh, Cooper Field as uh, Carney Catholic wins this one by a final of 38 to nothing. Let's give you the numbers. We, we touched on these a little bit when we talked with Coach Harvey. Uh, Carney Catholic held uh, Minden to 101 yards rushing. Carter Harson carried the ball two times for a negative three yards. He had an eight-yard loss there. Braden Bates with seven carries for seven yards. Gage Freeze carried the ball 19 times for 30 yards. And in a mop-up role, Ryan Holston carried the ball five times for 30 yards. So they ended up with uh, 33 carries for 64 yards on the ground. So 64 yards rushing, a total of 101 yards total because Braden Bates in the air was uh, 5 of 12 for 21 yards and two interceptions. Carter Harson throwing the football was 2 of 5 with one interception. So overall, they were 7 of 17 in the air for 37 yards, three interceptions. Add those three, uh, those 37 yards under their 64 on the ground, a total of 101 yards of total offense tonight here for the Minden Whippets. The Whippets did put it together a little bit, kind of in order, because they did finish with eight first downs in the football game. Meanwhile, Carney Catholic finished with unofficially 18 first downs. In the air, Heinrich Harburg, was 12 of 21 for 119 yards and a touchdown. Logan Miner caught uh, three balls for, I forgot to add all these up, for 43 yards. Garrett Schmoderer, one catch. Uh, Austin Christner, one catch for six yards. Tate Farrell had one catch for 32 yards. Brett Mahoney had three catches for 22 yards. Logan O'Brien, two catches for 17 yards. And Riley Greaser had two catches for 11 yards. 
rushing the football. Heinrich Carberg carried the ball 10 times for 80 yards and a couple of touchdowns, a 37-yarder and a 20-yarder. Riley Greaser carried the ball 22 times for 112 yards and a touchdown. And Tyson Redinger, late in the game, carried the ball three times for 15 yards and a touchdown as well. 35 rushes for 207 yards. Throw in the 119 yards you had uh, in the air. 326 yards of total offense for Carney Catholic compared to 101 for the Minden Whippets. And the Stars win this one by a final of 38 to nothing. And uh, a hard-fought football game that really, with uh, about two and a half minutes to go before halftime, uh, Carney Catholic was, uh, was up only three to nothing. And uh, kind enough to join us to talk about it is the head coach here of the Minden uh, Whippets, uh, Jeb Hatch. And, and coach, just it seems like every time Minden Carney Catholic gets together, it is, is a hard football game. And with, like I say, two and a half minutes to go before halftime, it's a three nothing game. Yeah, I thought our defense played extremely well offensively. We we couldn't really get them out of the hole, so I didn't couldn't even tell you off the top of my head. I don't know that Carney Catholic started on, on their half of the field that entire half. So I thought our defense did a great job because we just put them in a bad situation. And credit to Carney Catholic's defense. I mean, they really um, um, caused problems with their blitz, and and we couldn't pick that up very well, and just kept us off balance on offense, and we. We had trouble picking up first downs. Yeah, and it seemed like on first and second down is really where you struggle because a lot of times if you had even you know three or four yards to go on third down, you guys were able to really use your power football game. Yeah, and I mean that you know that's always kind of the game plan with us. Um, but like you said, if you're you know you're predominantly run, if you can't can't get many yards on first and second down, it's it's pretty difficult to uh, to pick up first downs. And like I said, they did a great job with their their game plan, just kind of keeping us off balance. Even down 10 nothing late in the second quarter, you're still not in bad shape, but then you have kind of an unfortunate turnover, and then Carney Catholic punches it in, and bang, bang. And with the span of less than two minutes, now you're down 17 nothing at halftime instead of it being 3 or maybe 10 nothing. Mm-hmm. Did you did you kind of feel the air come out of the balloon for your team a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. And then, honestly, that's something we've struggled with this year. We've given up some touchdowns right before half and, you know, I you know, a little bit it, it comes back to the offense again, just pick up some first downs and and burn some clock. And so that was that was huge um giving that up cuz like I said, I felt like the defense, um, you know, if we could protect them a little bit, we were going to be able to stay in the ball game and yeah, that was that ended up uh, being huge there right before half. When you made the uh, change with the quarterback, quarterback uh, Carter Harson came in and really gave you guys a nice little spark. Had a couple of nice runs, a couple of quick passes early on and uh, really gave you guys a nice little nice little spark there. He did. He's he's a little different uh, style quarterback than than Bates. We were like Bates uh, throwing the ball and does a good job kind of managing the game. Um, Carter's a little bit more of a runner, um, still kind of figuring some things out with the offense, but yeah, he's a little more explosive when, when we're running the, uh, read game. And so, yeah, that, that was big there. Just kind of like you had said earlier with first and second down, we were actually able to get some, some decent yardage on first and second down when he was in there and then make it manageable to pick up the first. Your offense a whole lot different when you're behind the sticks. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and especially when we did have uh, uh, Carter in there, because like I said, Bates is a little bit more of a thrower. So when we're you're behind the sticks and Carter's in there again, that changes it. So we kind of got to, you know, um, look at the, the the play call in there when you got different quarterbacks in there, and and you know that that changes things as well. So. Jeb Hatch, uh, play head football coach here for the Minden Whippets, and uh, kind of being behind the sticks a little bit, you, your your game plan changes. You, your goal is not really to fall behind and have it kind of be a situation where you really got to throw the football. And unfortunately, I think when Carney Catholic knew you were going to throw the football, you end up with three interceptions in the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, a couple of them were were you know bounced Lukey, off somebody's yeah. helmet, you know, and so we had some of those. So it wasn't always just a bad decision or anything. Um, but yeah, you know, anybody you're playing with turnovers is, is going to make it uh, tough. And you know, we missed a receiver um, wide open early on; just didn't see him down down the seam, you know, and that would have changed things early. Um, but yeah, once they, once they, uh, you know, scored several, they kind of just back off and keep everything in front of them, which then again, you know, changes your play call a little bit as well. Well, next week you get to play Holdridge and that's, uh, you don't, you don't really need to get your, your team's <laughs> attention when Minden and Holdridge get together. They, they're they're going to be ready next Friday. Oh, absolutely. And you know, they've, they've got a few wins under their belt, uh, right now. Um, we haven't watched them on film obviously yet, but, um, you know, just kind of looking at the scores, looks like they're playing pretty good football. And, and like you said, it's always a great matchup. It's come right down to the wire the last couple of years. And so it should be a fun one. Yeah. And again, like I say, you'll have their attention the entire week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, good luck to you, Coach. Appreciate right. the time. Appreciate you guys coming down. All right. Thanks. Jeb Hatchhead, football coach here for the Minden Whippets. As Carney Catholic is uh, able to improve the record to 2-1 and one on the season with a 38 nothing win. Uh, next up for the Stars, they'll be taking on Broken Bow at home. And as we mentioned, Minden has uh, Holdridge coming up next week. They'll travel to the Dusters next Friday night. Uh, and again, 38 nothing is the final in this one. I'm Randy Bushcutter for uh, Don Lease and our engineer back in the studios, Grant Ty. Thanks so much for joining us. 38 nothing stars with a win over the Whippets. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget the Friday night scoreboard show coming up in just a few minutes over on Power 99. Thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. 